T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Ignition. Yeah, guess who's back, and it's good to see you, Miriam Tazi in the house. What's up, Malcolm? What's happening? Your little head ain't bobbing to this, is it? I don't know what this is. Standing there alone, the ship Bill is Shatner. Waiting. All <laughs> systems are go. Are you sure? You knew, didn't you? And we got my main man, yeah. Brandon, Brandon Alter in the house. Yeah, I know my man, Billy Shatner. That's right. He calls I know him. he's. I know he's doing his uh, spoken word. He calls Billy. him Billy Shatner. <laughs> I like that. So yeah, welcome to another program of American Riddle, and it's good to be back. Thought I wasn't going to come back, didn't you? Oh man, Bill Shatner in the house. Oh, he's commanding. count goes on. He's got a good voice. below us, Yeah, I could listen to this forever. <laughs> I knew you could. Yeah. I, I had a hunch. Oh, it's amazing. I think he's done some Eminem. Too. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Really? What? I don't think he can keep up with Eminem. He doesn't have to. He's no, got his own style. He changes it. Yeah. You, are you listening to this? It's amazing. He did. He did one of uh, of Rocket Man. Yeah. Have you heard that one? No. Oh, it's amazing. It's, There's a pretty great video of it. Yeah. He, it's all like this weird superimposed, like Bill Shatner on Bill Shatner on Bill Shatner. Like it just keeps popping up. Anything he touches is just golden. I had another song scheduled to play, but oh, in lieu of uh, our present company, I thought uh, eh, maybe I should change it up a little bit. Something more his his flavor, the flavor that you savor. Balter, how have you so, been? So polite. You're so polite today. Huh? You got your, your hair parted. You know, you look look like a gentleman, huh? I like that was it. A, clearly, that was a mistake. I can. I what do you You got a slick too. What do you got in it? Nothing. Shampoo? No, I just no. I don't. I don't. You know what? I actually don't do shampoo. I know. Yeah. I, I don't believe in it. <laughs> Amazing. So. It's be lovely. Yeah, we're gonna have some, we're gonna have some fun today. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little pop culture, and Brandon's gonna try to convince me of which TV shows I should be tuning in on. Oh, and I mean, uh, there's no try, you know. Yeah, no, he swears <laughs> by him. I, I I'll, really? I'll bump into him. I'll bump curious. into the man in passing, and uh, yeah, he's he's uh, he's all over the place with uh, new shows, old yeah. shows. Uh, I mean, shows you know, it back? depends. Okay. I guess we'll find out you later. You packed my bags last night, pre-flight. You gotta play <laughs> yeah. it. You talked about it, you gotta put it on. Zero hour, 9 a.m. <laughs> and I'm gonna be high as a kite. <laughs> By then. I miss the earth so Can people much. go sit around and listen to this? I the headphones. No, yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Two nerds. That's so weird. On such a timeless flight. <laughs> the slow build up. 
Yeah. I mean, drugs would probably help, but. <laughs> mm. And I think it's going to be a long, long time. What do you think? Until touchdown brings me around again. I'm not going to sit Fine. around and listen to this, but I still. We might listen to the whole thing right now. <laughs> that might be the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> we, could just, we could just review Will Shatner. You know, albums. I'm a rocket man. Go, you know, your favorite album, your least favorite. I'm going to go sit in the rocket waiting room. Man. It's Bill Shatner. I mean, whenever Bill comes on, you have to show respect. I don't care if it's a Priceline commercial. Uh, what's the other one he does? He does a bunch of commercials. He's a, a lawyer cool. one. Yeah. yeah he was just on a second ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, look at And I stopped. I didn't say anything. But I, it was on the screen. And I stopped for a second because I, I, it was just out of respect. I just looked at him. I was like, that's Bill well, I told you I was watching his, <laughs> his YouTube uh, Weird or What. And it's actually it's better because he's narrating it. And like, he does yeah. little it's snippets. Bill in Shatner. Yeah. I don't disrespect. I just think this is weird. I wouldn't go sitting around listening to I this. I own it. Yeah, obviously, since you're playing it from your computer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you ever read anything uh, about uh, Shatner by uh, Takei? Takei does not like that man. No, man. Yeah. You know, but you know. Sometimes to get the job done, you gotta, you know, you gotta be an ass. That's true. That's that is true. Is. You know, you don't see no that is. That's a type of you know director is to just be be the ass CEOs, in the room. CEOs, bosses, all over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of the greatest greats of our times were assholes, right? Huh? Doesn't doesn't have to be how it is, but you're right. Like it, you know, clearly it works no. for him. It depends Ooh. on what you mean by greatest greats. The song is, uh, you know, too slow for me. But that's a little taste of Bill Shatner. Thank you. Mm. I was missing pretty out. That's pretty good. <laughs> Obviously. Hey, man. You know, like, like I told you last podcast, I got to dig deep to bring you the stuff, the latest, greatest, or some of the stuff you just never heard of. The oldest, greatest. <laughs> you know? Who knew, right? You. He's got, you know, to Brandon, what Brandon said is true. He's got whole albums and videos of this stuff. It's, do- mm. it's well documented. He's right. actually pursued in the music it. industry. He's got some diehard fans yes. that will I, I defend that. his Star Trek. And like, I, believe me, I'm not like a big spoken word guy. Like, I think it's funny to listen <clears> to it. That's why I like it. But like, there's some people that are like, you should see what he did. They're just very impressed. <laughs> so yeah, that's a little taste of uh, Bill Shatner for you guys and gals tuning in. And mm. for those of you tuning tune in for the first time, of course, Miriam Tazi, but Brandon Alter, a good buddy of mine. Uh, knows a lot about of a, a lot of things. I can't even get my words. So just the pop culture guy. Yeah, he seems to. I he guess. seems to be plugged in. So um, Brandon and I worked together, and we worked on. He helped me get this podcast started, and he uh, he has educated me in the world of, I guess, uh, nerds, uh, <laughs> so to speak. Um, no, what an intro. <laughs> no, Com- that sounds complimentary. Yeah. I don't know why Miriam's laughing. It's- <laughs> <laughs> she, I'm embarrassed for her right now. Yeah, no, I was, I was being sincere right there. Yeah, because I didn't. No, even, I know you were. I yeah. didn't even know until recently that there is no king of the nerds. I was going to introduce him and call him, you know, king of well, the. Well, there, there's a there is a game show called King of the Nerds. You know about that? I don't know about that. Please enlighten us. It's a booger from uh, Revenge of the Nerds. I know booger. It. Yeah, yeah. He, he hosts it uh, with, I think actually another guy from Revenge of the Nerds, Lamar Luttrell. No. Oh, man. <laughs> no Lambda Lambda Lambda. I like Lamar Luttrell. <laughs> he was interesting for yeah. an 80s movie character. Hey, he was a hero in our, in our household. No, I'm you know, a, black I man, him. you know. It was yeah. just good. No, even, even with the vest and the tassels and the gloves with the tassels and the part, everything that no, he had a, going on. He's a he real good-looking good dude. Yeah. 
<laughs> he was something else, right? No, it was, I mean, it was very non-archetype, you know? It was completely something I'd never seen as a kid. Gay black man movie, yeah. on TV, thin and petite. About Brandon's size. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, maybe a little smaller. I don't know. Whatever. He was in shape, though. He looked good. Yeah, he did. He looked good. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking you about You know, this. before Lando Calrissian, there was Lamar Luttrell. I thought it was interesting because you couldn't really see any reason why he was nerdy. Why was he in the? Why was he a nerd? Why was he considered a nerd? You know, <clears throat> I mean, what was a nerd? Like, I think nerd was has, it. Was it because he was a gay black man that he was a nerd? I, I always it, wondered that. Well, it could have also been the crew he hung out with. They were more outcasts, right? But and, they didn't know each other until they went to college. Was I, it because he was an outcast? I think anyone who, it's, it, when you're talking it, '80s pop culture, or right? Even, in, in context of the '80s, was, yes. Was, was any, he anyone a nerd? that wasn't yeah. a jock? Or popular was pretty much fell into that circle of freaks and geeks. But even freaks and geeks are different well, than nerds. Yeah, that's true. You know because what I mean? Like, There's a difference. Uh, actually, it's going he, going back to Booger, Booger was just a gross dude. He wasn't smart. He was just he, he drank was a, a lot freak of beer. And and he, geek. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, he, he yeah Booger. I mean, his name was Booger. <laughs> but he had some. You know, he was smart in some way, right? Isn't a nerd I don't smart? That. That's see, that's why when you're having thought. revenge on the nerd, shouldn't all the nerds be intelligent? But like, I don't know if that was ever made apparent. Are most nerds not... intelligent? Maybe I don't know. That's the connotation, mm-hmm. anyway, that I associated with. Yeah, it. nerds get good grades. Geeks just play video games. That's, the, that's the dorks right. too. Yeah, okay, dorks. Don't forget about dorks. <laughs> There's a whole sea, a whole community. So Brandon and I were talking offline about how there can't be a king of the nerds. I, I don't know. Uh, well. I think I I said it because nerd culture would like immediately attack that person. Like they would just be a target for other people to attack it's online. A, it's like each man is their own boss, so it's e- equality. I guess I don't know. I don't know. There's some no, sort of logic behind it's just, it. No, it's like right? it's just kind of vitriol. It's like venom. People, they just you know are all so full of themselves. It's all narcissism. So they're like, oh, I'm going to take down that guy because he thinks he's the best. They're going to nerd out about why he's not a nerd. Yeah, basically, <laughs> he's not nerd enough. You'll, no, to you'll be never king. get somebody to be like, oh, yeah, I could I could see that. Like, I mean, I think we were specifically talking about Chris Hardwick. Like, what would be the benefit of being king of the nerds if exactly. you were crowned there would, king? There would be no benefit. There's nothing. It would be a punishment. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. At some point in, like, 2006 or something, nerds got romanticized by, like, hot, you know, the hot topic culture or whatever. Oh, yeah. They got it, they got it going on. I mean, yeah. they're, they're running things yeah. now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's quite the uh, evolution, as I say. And uh, speaking of evolution, Miriam Tazi, I... Uh, yeah, I know, right? I'm a segue into uh, evolving and uh, jump into a subject that I wanted to talk about with you is, uh, what is it? The shakes, the, the protein shakes and the blending. Oh. I recently got into, uh, uh, you know, blending vegetables and kale and all that good stuff. Mm. Uh, when I came into the studio today, Marion was, oh, I made a, a smoothie. Yeah, well, I was going to say, we'll talk, about it. we'll talk about it on the podcast. My brother finally bought me the blender he promised me last year for my birthday. <laughs> Yeah, I did a couple things. I switched up, you know, my, I guess, uh, I started bringing out my own inner nerd and started uh, reading a little bit about uh, kale and about nutrition. Uh, in yeah, general. well, I've had it, I talked about it on the last podcast, just uh, trying to get more sleep so I'm, I function better and I'm more alert and not as grumpy. Some of that has worked out, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> still a little, little grumpy. Uh, but yeah, I, I did, uh, I've done a couple, couple few days of, uh, or the past couple weeks anyway of, uh, uh, cleaning up some of my food intake, and I did a, a kale shake. Today I did a kale shake. I did kale, cucumber, mm. a green apple, 
Granny Smith. All green stuff. Green apple. Um, something mm. else. A banana. Bananas in it. Good. What made it a shake? Some ice. Uh, I'm getting there. Daiquiri. And made uh, a daiquiri. Uh, splash. Put ice cream splash of like... orange juice because it kind of helped. Yogurt too. That's oh, what they said. Yeah, they said use Greek good. yogurt. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of milk cultured. or yeah. cultured. Yeah. But I I used OJ and uh, yeah it, it was really, OJ. Yeah. Yeah. One one side with said, the kale. Yeah, they said it a mask it. It did. It tastes tasted like really orange juice. Huh. I didn't put it a lot. I mean, maybe like a half a cup I or something. I would have never combined that, but that's interesting. To it was fine. It tasted good. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't bad. I think kale yeah, no, I do like a tongue. real, like, I do it not the healthy way. I put ice cream and milk. Heck and, yeah. No. And banana and I get a I hard time digesting stuff. As put a like plant. rum raisin in there because there's raisins. So it's like you're putting Oh, grapes. I put uh, seedless uh, green grapes. That in sounds as well. fresh. It's good. That's actually. good. That's what I have for breakfast. You, don't, you didn't put any protein or anything in it? I just like all no, natural stuff? No, I'd wait. Yeah. You put lemon in that too. That'd be good. The citrus. Mm-hmm. It's good for the yeah. digestive. This is Sounds true. like you're healthy, man. Yeah. Well, I was getting the stuff and I was in the store and uh, while I was gathering it up. Uh, uh, and tell me if this is rude. It's okay. early in the morning. I think I went there like 730. I was sorry. Yeah, that I is early. I don't feel like talking to anyone. And uh, this girl comes up to me in there. And she goes, ooh, you're getting uh, you're juicing, huh? That's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> People get excited about that stuff. And I was like, no, I'm not juicing. I'm going to make a, a shake. There's a difference between juicing yeah. and, uh, you know, blending. Yes. Because they say if you juice, it takes some of the uh, vitamins and nutrition out of it because you're punching it so hard. That's, That's debatable, but it's also a lot of vegetables to make a little bit of juice. And juicing also, when you imply juicing, that's what you're doing to supplement meals. And I was like, no, I'm not juicing. I, mean, I like food. No, I mean, that's liquid diet. Yeah. That's, that's oh, even that's, something yeah, else, too. That. I'm not doing all that. But she was like, yeah, I'm juicing. She goes, yeah. And, uh, you know, kind of a you know, big girl. And she goes, yeah, I lost, uh, I don't know, I think I lost nine pounds recently. And I was like, really? Hmm. That's better than going the other way. It was that bad for me to say that? <laughs> yeah, to a woman, yeah. Uh, should I, mean, I have said congratulations? sounded good. No, was, should I? You're I, saying, hey, good job. You did better than. But wouldn't it have been better worse? for me to say good job? Yeah, women. I thought about women it afterwards. Focus on the negative. <laughs> yeah, she made the face. Yeah, I think I think you may have negged her. She made the face, and then before? well, the yeah. two steps backwards kind of made yeah. me realize maybe I. It's a mm. little bit of a backhanded compliment you gave. Yeah, that's kind of that. But there's a lot of questions, was... and I didn't really want to talk early in the morning about all my ingredients and what I had in the bag. So being you, not you the need, nicest You need to treat ladies right, even if there's off dig. You treat them right. All right. I'll apologize if I see her, when I see her again. I'm sure I'll. Local store. I believe you. Yeah. I th- but I didn't think about it after the fact, so I, I think I should get like a So you felt bad, so you that's why you don't. Right? Yeah. Well. Right? I recognize. Maybe. So I'm trying to be better, right? Well. Right? As long yes. as next time you don't and say I that, to her. She, you're trying to get her to yeah. like be like, "It's okay." Yeah. <laughs> she's not. She's not going to. No, she's on the. She's on the woman's side. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just on the the right side. But it was early a.m. The woman's side, really. It was early a.m. Yeah, That's I mean, an excuse. It is better. She's, if she you thought lost, you were a morning person because you were juicing, because it was nighttime. <laughs> I, I wanted to get there before <laughs> all the other heathens got in there, and it was like a billion people, and you can't heathens. check out. And yeah. I do the same thing. Like, uh, Is the grocery I'm, store yeah. even open that early? Yeah, they're twenty four hours a day. Some of them are. Harris yeah. Teeter. Yeah. Oh, oh Har- yeah, Harris Teeter. I go at like two a.m. Yep. Never been in that early. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Mm-mm. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, anytime you talk about a woman's weight, that's I like didn't talk over- about it. She did. She talked about. Yeah, it. Yeah, but 
I just said it's better than going the other direction. Yeah, but you're criti- no. you're saying that it's not like he like you're saying said, that oh, you, oh, you I don't s- like fat people. That's basically how that? that's how it could be interpreted. I like fat, I like fat people. I it's like just how people. it can be interpreted. Even, she doesn't know you. you it's know not I mean? like he was like he guessed her weight. He was like, oh, so uh, you lost nine pounds. Would that make you two hundred now? So he didn't oh, say no, that. No, he didn't no. say that. <laughs> no, no. I would never say that. See, women and, are very sensitive about weight, but. I'm trying to show an example. I agree. I get what you're trying to say. I'm not saying you were directly insulting. I can, I'm just trying to see how it could be interpreted. No, I agree. I agree. I could have uh, phrased it better. Boy, Malcolm, uh, you really stepped in it. You need like a sound effect for when you step in it. I know. Well, I can do that in post. (laughs) (laughs) If I really want to, you know, get into the podcast, but we don't do special effects here. No. Lo-fi. Another thing I want to run by you. I think I talked to you offline about this, but I don't think I've talked to Brandon about it. Mm. My son, mm-hmm. okay, as you know, has had some couple, I don't know if you've listened to the podcasts as of recent. Uh, I think Mariam's may have missed one or two podcasts as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm there. Interesting, interesting <laughs> Weird, but how that works out. Wow. But anyway, I'm not going to... I'm not here to throw no anyone respect under the bus. for the craft. And they're live. Why would I need to? <laughs> well, you've missed one or two. Hmm. So that's true. The uh, what I wanted to bring up was uh, so my son's been working on some projects, and I've talked about this on the podcast before. Teacher, he has a teacher, and she makes little comments, right? Oh yeah, she makes comments. So he is communication English teacher, hmm. and I th- I didn't put my foot in my mouth like uh, I did with the you know cashier at the uh, grocery store mm. i kind of gave this person a pass uh, my son did a uh what did he do a, a poem he had to recite a poem the class was assigned poetry day or whatever recite pick up poet and recite it right so um he was a, he picked out a poem by tupac shakur so his teacher was, oh, oh is he a poet exactly <laughs> exactly jesus these things go to sleep they go to sleep all right um so he did a uh, he had to recite a, a poem by Tupac. I mean, of course, what, why would anyone even say oh, was he a poet? Like, why would I you just say said that? that? You just said it just to be funny, or I'm curious. Know. Do people not think he was a poet or poetic, or do they not associate rap music as poetry or hip hop? No, I think you can, but like it would be the same way saying like you know, let me read some uh, poetry by Lenin or something. But that's the that's that's the easy way out when you when you if, if you if you pick someone well known or within the the field or art of poetry, right? Right. But I mean, Tupac is just as did Tupac put out like poet like yes. books of poems? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I, I, yeah. But that okay. brings me to my point. Let but me, does that matter? Yeah. Well, let me let me let me bring let me just tell the whole story then. Mm-hmm. So he picks out. She's taken aback. Tupac, you know, blah 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 blah, right? And then he tells me uh, um, he read the the poem, and the poem opens up. Let me see if I can pull it up. Blah, blah, did blah, he blah. pick it or did you pick it? No, I didn't know anything about it. I don't know. I always know. This last. dad is not living through his yeah. son. Come on. Here, so the opening of the rose that grew from I know the book. I think I've given that book to people as gifts. His poetry book uh, gives stuff like that. I, I, I like stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, the rose that grew from concrete by Tupac Shakur. Did you hear about the rose that grew from a crack in the concrete? That's the opening sentence of the poem. And his teacher makes the comment. What did she say? I can't remember now. <laughs> she makes a comment. Oh, well, I'm glad it was a crack. Right? So I didn't know I didn't know what that meant. I still don't know what that means. Would she had said that if it was like a Shel Silverstein poem, you know? Think about that. 
I don't know what that means. You know, I don't. So I was, I was offended by it because immediately I thought, well, maybe is she saying that it's crack, like crack cocaine? My mom went there too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, then, um, I think I ran it by you and I think you were, you made me think, uh, look at it in another light thinking maybe it was like the crack of your ass or something. I think. <laughs> yeah. You pointed that out, right? Miriam's well, mind is on ass. I mean, and yours is on drugs. Wow. <laughs> Our priorities. Well, I mean, you know. just, I was, I was trying to, I don't know. Like, I, I think that it is a little strange that that she's reacting, um, and saying things that as a teacher, she shouldn't be. Um, that's kind of my perspective on it is that she, because this is not the only thing that she said. There's certain things where she kind of pushes it and just has a back, it has a back meaning, you know, it's just read between the lines of what she's saying. And it's a weird, it's kind of weird. Um, especially when you're supposed to be a, an example, you know? So I don't know. So, that 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 bothered me quite a quite a bit actually. Then, uh, I guess Justin had to, you know, recite the poem, and she pulls him to the side and she goes, she she said, "Well, that was a really nice, very nice poem, you know, coming from that guy." All right, and I mean the hits keep coming, <laughs> the hits keep coming, right? And even still, I was I was very annoyed. I remember having a conversation with Justin. I was gonna, you know, I'm gonna go up. I'm gonna have a sit down with the principal and the teacher. I would like an explanation. What this means? What does it have to do with the program? What does it have to do with, you know, uh, the subject matter, the educational process, the curriculum? What does it have to do with that? And po- poetry? Uh, You're saying asking what poetry? Her comments. Oh, oh, yeah. Her comments. And what did she mean by it? Like even my son, my son couldn't understand what that's. His mind it doesn't understand what crack is, whether it's ass or crack cocaine. Doesn't really understand it. Uh, God bless him. But uh, you know, for for an adult to make that comment, you have to a. I mean. <laughs> You got to you got to have some clarity. If you're going to be a teacher, you, you you better you know. And you shouldn't even be doing that in the classroom. But at the same time, if you're going to teach, teach. You know, if you're going to preach, preach. You know yeah, what I mean? Don't be saying stuff under your breath and so, like feeling yeah. like you need to explain yourself. So I was pissed, teacher. but I had a long conversation yeah. with my son, and I you know my son was like, "Oh man, this and is going to be embarrassing." About it, and if he's uncomfortable about it, that's even more of a thing. Yeah, and he was just like, "This is going to be embarrassing. She's going to hate me for the rest of the year." Blah 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 blah. Yeah, if you go in there, and I was like, you know what? Teacher should not make you feel that way. No, no. His teacher's not going to make him feel. He's like, if I go up there blasting his teacher. But that's, oh. that's definitely true, too, you know? It's- yeah. So I was like, mm, I consulted my buddy, uh, uh, a friend of mine who's a teacher, and uh, we talked about it. I talked to Miriam about it. And, um, you know, I said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to ease back. You know what I mean? And I was pretty grumpy that week anyway. So I was just like, look, I'm just going to take a step back because you can learn from this. Yeah. And I talked to Justin afterwards, and I was like, Jay, I was like, uh, you know what? I think you're right, Jay. I'm going to, you know, give her a pass. And he was like, yeah, yeah, give her a pass oh, this time. Oh, he was nervous Give her, it. Give her a pass this time. Of course, you know. Uh, I mean, and he knows me. So, you know, it's like, all right, I'm going to give her a pass. But there's something we can learn from this. Because, you know, a, a good way to look at a situation like this, especially for him, is he has now become the teacher. He taught them something about something they knew nothing about. He, he helped them open their eyes mm-hmm. to look at a human being that they thought they knew something about. 
So I was like, Jay, this is a good opportunity. And, and we get to also look at the people that are supposed to help you aren't always helping you. So you need to look at things in a different lights and look at people. You don't have to always go in for the attack. Oh, you're racist or oh, you're sexist or oh, you know what I mean? But look at it for what it is and see what you can learn and see if you can teach and grow together in that atmosphere. You know, that's what I was thinking at first. And then he comes to me the next day and says, yeah, uh, she also said, you know, uh, she said, you know, when she gave us the grades for it, I got an A. And she goes, Jay, you know, you should, Justin, you know, you should have done, you should, after you read that, you should have gotten to a gangster pose. You know, and I'm just like, fuck. Now it just sounds like joking. It I mean, like, matter, not man. appropriate. It's, it's still, but yeah, it, it has but, nothing to do with, it has nothing to do with anything. It's I called. agree. And it's her view yeah. of... Uh, and uh, granted, like I told Justin, it's very, very revealing about her. Yeah, actually. it's like a, she, she's like sort of predisposed to a certain culture, and she, mm-hmm. you know that's where she's drawing it from. And like I told Jay, I was like, look, uh, Tupac didn't do anyone any fa- self any favors. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of stuff he had going on. Some of the people within his circle, uh, some of the, even some of the things that he, he said or done. But at the same time, uh, you know, that didn't any any. Th- thing that he 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 did whether it's to himself or to someone else or a, a lyric didn't make up who the man was and what he represents uh you know to millions of people and uh, and communities around the world that's the thing that they miss so uh, you know she's a communications english teacher fine you know what i mean i'm i still give her a pass to date and i've i've documented this because i know she's gonna fuck up again i know she will so his next project, if he has one, uh, then I will have some say on what subject. <laughs> you ready now? Yeah, we'll do like Malcolm X or something. You know what I mean? We'll do Malcolm or Marcus Garvey. We'll, 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 we'll just, I can just run down the list where she's going to say something foolish. Then I may, I may chime in, uh, just because uh, you know it's a, it's, it, I, I think it's an area that needs attention. I think people need to understand. Even with Malcolm X, people just automatically think you know he was a racist. He was. Uh, uh, not just because they haven't read his biography. That's right. That's right. It was powerful. Absolutely right. I mean, but even his views evolved over a period of time, almost a yeah. short period of time. You know, people all make think, you know, pro-black means anti-white. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that. And even in the, at the end of his life, when he embraced Orthodox Islam, and there's a lot of that talk going on right now about how there's a separatism going on. And it's not like that in Orthodox Islam, you know what I mean? And what he embraced and what he saw and what he believed in uh, at the end of his life was uh, the purest form of love for all human beings. But that's not written about. That's not taught. taught. That's not even recognized. No, it's not. People don't even know that. No, because people focus on the negative. Yeah. And the extremists. Know, and then just... it's like the, little, the few, you know, make, make for the... The general, and it's not, it's not really like that. Irritates me. Irritates me, man, I'm telling you. I don't know, uh, didn't, uh, didn't, uh, the Malcolm X movie, like, win an Oscar or something? I mean, people know what he's like. That movie was, was pretty powerful. I remember going to the theater with my dad to see that. Yeah. I did too. I mean, not with my dad, but I saw, I liked it. That definitely shows him in a pretty good light. I have a script, uh, the script autographed by Spike Lee. Damn. That's pretty good. I met him. More than once, actually. I met Spike Lee a lot. Did you meet a, Denzel? Did not. But I did, uh, after I met Spike Lee the first time, he signed my 
I think it was a, I have to look, it's in storage. It's a, uh, a script of Malcolm X. He signed it for me, and then I, he invited me to, I think I went to see. The Knicks. No, a screening oh. of uh, Crooklyn, <laughs> I think it was. I think it was Crooklyn, uh, one of his films. Sat next to him and watched the whole movie. Wow. It was cool. cool. Yeah, it was cool at the time. Spike Lee, you know? That's yeah, I got you. I like Spike, Spike Lee. Lee joint. I don't like the way he films comedy, though. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that. Who is that comedian again? His stand-up. Uh, he's done a couple specials. Which... He's done the Mike Tyson. Oh. And Mike he, Tyson he did Tyson. one recently uh, with Jared. What was that guy I told you to follow? Uh, to check out. Oh, I actually show. watched uh, his HBO special. What did you think? That was very good. I, was I good knew stuff. it was your style. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, he was insulting. Just It was just... on HBO Go, and I was just like, yeah. perfect. And, no, it was a, it was the exact kind of, like, sort of just on the edge of like being maybe racist but it was still hilarious kind of stuff where he was just he talks about anything and everything and i liked it jared carmichael carmichael yeah yeah is it how you pronounce it carmichael yeah Carmi- it. okay carmichael yeah carmichael <laughs> i've bro- I I never heard of him before i don't know where he was from but like i'm glad he got a special because it was worth hearing yeah he's monotone in yeah. his presentation, the, the dry, deadpan kind of humor. But he really builds so a good. picture the way he's, his, his the way he crafts a joke. Yeah, and I he kind of reminded me of like a, maybe like a black Norm Macdonald or something. I liked it because they both like sort of pushed in the same envelope, or just reminds you of Norm Macdonald. No, yeah, you know, <laughs> how's that? Can I not say that? I don't know why people say that. I think it's totally like, okay we, to say. But why do we do that? Why? Why? Like, if because we because we like to compare? highlight, we like to yeah. highlight who's you know the differences in people. Is it a good thing to do? It's sort of an indifferent thing to do. It's not good or bad. It's yeah. benign. It's just there. Yeah, it's just there, and just deal with it. Yeah. One, yeah. if somebody wanted to look them up, you know, they'd know who they're looking like for. Like if a woman directed a really good film about an alien, you'd be like, oh, she's like the female Steven Spielberg. Well, I think when you come from like a, maybe an area where there aren't as many of a certain type of people, then it's good to celebrate them. Like I love to celebrate the, who's the woman who I did like the uh, zero dark, zero, the woman who did zero dark 30. I like to celebrate I that. I like the way you said that to celebrate them. Hmm. It's I mean, it's a good way to cover his ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's how I believe when I we're, like when we're talking about, you know, yeah, everybody should be treated equally, but that doesn't mean that everybody is a great fucking blob, you know, it doesn't mean everyone's equal. No, but you should treat everybody equally. I don't. I don't care. Who's, I do. I don't care about your weird measurement for who's equal or not. But everybody should be treated treat, the same way. I treat everyone like crap. But you should. <laughs> but you should equally yeah. treat equally. Celebrate the differences. That's my motto. I piss man. on them first, and then okay. then well, I bring them in. We're, we're clearly off the hinges. Now. <laughs> no, I like the way you said. I like that. I like the way you right, you articulate you. that. He's that man. Celebrate. I do. Well, it's smart. You know, you recognize them. That they are in a uh, well. I mean, what if they're not in the minority? What I don't know. I just out of habit, I I always bring it up. It's not like uh, I'm specifically saying, oh, okay, so they're because there are yeah, there are tons of black comedians, but I don't think many sort of deliver in that style. You're right. You're absolutely. You know, you're absolutely. He's absolutely right. <laughs> My God, wow. what is happening this here? Is no, the first, because this, there there is a difference in style. Like whether it's you know shouting, and I love them all. Like I love uh, uh, JB Smoove. I love him. JB Smoove is, but it's very different. Really very different guy. <laughs> you know who I watched recently? I've been on this Chris Rock kick, oh, and I watched uh, what is it? Uh, I watched pretty much all his did specials. You, did you see him on uh, on uh, Chelsea uh, lately? I didn't. That was He's like one of those to- last ones. He's getting ready to be on SNL. Oh, really? He's going to host? Yeah. Oh. Not how's, maybe they'll rehire him or something. 
He's got better things to do. Oh no, he's uh, he's making tons of indie movies. I would say he is probably the best stand-up of this generation, of this time right now. Like a lot of people, they automatically gravitate toward the latest greatest. Whether that's um, what's what's the guy's name, Louis C.K. Mm. or what's the other guy's name. Aziz or something. Which oh, is Aziz Ansari. Oh, he's Aziz. amazing. Though. Aziz Ansari is really good. He is. He is. Yeah. He oh. is. But I think the most complete one out there, man, has got to be Chris Rock. Yeah. I don't know if, if our attention span because of the, the internet and and just the way, you know, if you're in for the next two, three to five years and then something new comes and then something new comes and we just automatically, yeah. you automatically get demoted or you just... It's like we've forgotten that he had one of the funniest shows ever Holy on HBO. Shit. It's like we've completely forgotten about his TV show. Yeah, I, I mean, you know... The Chris Rock show was amazing and it had a ton of uh, amazing writers who went on to do other things. So, yeah, I went back and I was watching Kill the Messenger, Never Scared, uh, Bigger and Blacker, uh... All of them, they're on HBO, you know, on demand, on cable, and all that stuff. Uh, they, I mean, line after line, it just delivers. Mm. I don't know if it's my style or, or, or not. Like, I watched the new Cat Williams one, and I wanted to like it. I really did. He's, he's lost it, I think. I think you're right. I really wanted to like it, but I just, you know, some of my, he got some chuckles from me and laughs. But there was something, I think... It's the nostalgia of it all, right? That people remember something from back in the day, and when you come out, it's cat. You know what I mean? He's got the hair, the pimp he's either. got the the jacket and stuff, and the walk. You know what I mean? But 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 I don't know, man. I just it didn't. It, I didn't find it. I didn't find it that funny. Should I not say that? It's yeah. not like he's listening to this show. <laughs> Maybe he will. You know, he probably doesn't have a lot it's better. Not like to do. American Riddle is taken off. You know, it's not cameras on us right now. Miriam looks scared for us. Like, like this is going to get out. You're going to lose some credibility. No, I'm just. I'm... I don't have any credibility. <laughs> I have none. I've got a lot of analysis. I got nothing. I got you guys. Yeah, but you're not like pistol whipping people in the audience. So I think you're, you're yeah. a little better off than Kent Williams. That motherfucker better not even think about pistol whipping. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, you, it too I, I think you might be much. able to take him down. I don't know. Well, it's not that. It's just I, I, I just funny is funny, and I think that people get hung up on yesteryear, yeah. and aren't really, you know, yeah. He said some funny things. He did some funny things, but but if you go back right now and you look at George Carlin or Richard Pryor, yeah. you know what I mean. It's just like you know when I tell you, marry him all the time. When I look at a movie over and over, it's just like putting on a good vinyl, and I sit back and I listen to it, and I, I absorb it, and I enjoy it. You can pick up a Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, any any artist, Bernie Mac uh, album, and uh, or download Bill Cosby. Man. Yes, yes, oh, so and good. it's it's gonna bring Sam Kinison. You're just gonna die laughing. Uh, he says that. Sam Kinison's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I had never. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I just I didn't expect you to actually <laughs> bring that that dude up. I know it was like the shit in the uh, in the eighties. He had a good run. Yeah. He had a good run, and and you know, and so did so did Cat Williams. I mean, he did both. When I, I was a kid, he, like everybody was like into that pimp humor, and there. You know, if you look him. at it, if you look at it, their lives are kind of well, kind of self-destructive way uh, parallel each other. But Kennison, of course, uh, when he he got killed, uh, got into a car accident, I think, split his dome or yeah. something, didn't he? But he was pretty heavy into some bad drugs and some other things. Oh, yeah, wasn't a little he? cocaine here and there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> never, <laughs> never hurt no one. Didn't, yeah. No big deal. It's a sign of the times, right? 
Yeah, but uh, you sure. know that, that humor comes from a dark place, and that's a, in a lot of comics' lives. That's where it comes it from. It is. Yeah. It's, yeah. Speaking of comics, I'm going to see uh, Joey Diaz Friday night, cool, Baltimore, man. and then Joe Rogan uh, at the Warner Theater. I told you about the uh, David Tell show that's coming to the yeah. Improv, right? I yeah. want to see him also. I'm thinking of going to that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of very, very good comics out there right now. Um, it's but, weird because there was a there was a period. I was totally in love with comedy. I'd say in the uh, in the eighties, nineties, during, during like the boom in the late eighties. Yeah, and, and but I didn't realize how much Seinfeld. I was and... in love with comedy. Like I, I just thought it was the thing to do. Like if you you know get up and go to work, I just went to comedy clubs and comedy. Who doesn't shows. love to laugh? Everybody. No, I just laughing was, is but the But then best there was therapy. a then there was a period where I just stopped going. And now I'm kind of back on track, which is fun again to just go. Like I told you before, I, I go I go solo. Like I just Miriam's like, are you gonna are you excited about your shows? And I'm like, yeah, I just go. I'll make a friend while I'm there. You know? Oh no, I wouldn't do that. I just go sit in the corner. But I do, do like really? the shows alone. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's worse. Why is that what are you worse? Sit in the corner for. No, I mean you know metaphorically, not yeah. literally a corner. No, I, I actually I, I don't I, know where I'd find a corner. I actually will. I don't like make it a point to make a friend, but. If there's people in line and, you know, I strike up a conversation with them and be like, you know, you guys mind if I sit with you or something like that, you know, or lay here, let's all sit together here. How's that? It's just, uh, you know, mingling, as they say. I'm there for the show. Isn't that what it's called? (laughs) Mingling. Schmoozing. Schmoozing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, meet some interesting people. Or, you know, inserting yourself in a group. (laughs) No, just randomly, hey guys, how are you? I guess I'm one of you now. Yeah, no. Usually, I was saving that for my wife, sir. (laughs) No, I don't. I'm not weird. Okay, I'm your wife now. That's what you tell them. No, I'm not. I'm not. I've, I've, you know, I've met some cool people, actually, and uh, you know, I just, you just go. I'm, I'm going there to laugh anyway. It's not like we're going to be sitting there. It's just like going to a movie with someone. You know what I mean? I can fly solo to a movie. Because if I take someone, I got to wait on them. They got to get ready. They got to do this. They need, you know, it's a whole process. It's not like we're going to be going over the budget or talking about Obamacare or anything like that in the movies. We're, you're solo anyway. For two hours, you're in the dark. Well, that, that's my point when I go alone to the movies. Like uh, every so often, it's, who cares? You know, you're not talking to anybody anyway. I don't know. I got over that many years yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. Many, 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 many years ago. Sometimes I'm like, why don't we, uh, why are we sitting right next to each other? Why don't we have a seat apart? Because it's not like it matters anyway. Give me some room. It depends who you are. That's I don't, weird. I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind sitting next. You know, sometimes if you, if you, if, if you go as a group or something like that, it's fun. But even still, you're not, you're not making contact. Like sometimes yeah. I will do the nudge. Then I'm I not, can imagine you nudging strangers at a comedy club. Like, do you think you hear that throat? Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> well, you fun. know, the, what about the what about the guy that looks at you every time there's a joke? <laughs> like, you know, I got I, a buddy of mine. He's like that. He, I he used like, to be that guy. At, and I'm like, what the fuck? Or sometimes yeah. I'm looking at the movie or whatever the performance is. And this motherfucker is looking at me, and I'm like, why does this person keep looking at me? So, like, what are they checking in for? So I used to do that with my brother you all did the time. You when like I, when I was me, when yeah. I was a little kid, I used to do it all the time. And I think I did it out of like I had to look at him to be like, was that funny? Should I laugh at that? Is this? Are we both gonna laugh now? And like, you're excited. I, I trained myself not to do it. Like now, I don't <laughs> do it. But like it was like naturally it was something I did. You trained yourself yeah. not to do because so I would think every time I thought of something funny, I would or watch something funny, I would be like, "I'm about to do that. Don't do it." I just always that's a lot of thinking. I conditioned myself. Yeah. That's a lot of thinking, huh? 
Your poor Just brain. Just be yourself, man. Don't no. You? It, was, <laughs> it's, it was an embarrassing <laughs> habit. You train yourself not to do it. That's crazy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, that's, that, that'll be a, a, a it's going to be a, a power comedy filled weekend. Yeah, yeah weekend. Uh, should be should be interesting because I've never, I'm sure Diaz is going to, I mean, I've seen Diaz twice now, two or three times now. and uh, You've met him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, you know, they hang out at the end of the show, so, oh, you know okay. what I mean? Okay, so they, okay. This is like a meet and greet. It's like the norm. But he called you out in his podcast, didn't he? He did, yeah. yeah I got a shout out. Yeah, I tried to book him for an interview, but uh, couldn't couldn't pull that one off uh, just yet. Oh. I even sent Rogan a He's too a big request, for you. But, uh, you know, who am I? Rogan you know? goes on anybody's. You, I bet you could get him if you hound him enough. No, I will. Yeah. Eventually, I'll wear them down You'll like I him. did Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just keep popping up, show up at the studio once a year. Hey guys, it's me. <laughs> it's, it's well, that's what they guy. like. That's exactly the shit they want. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to think that, but we'll see what happens. Some, you know, I'm, they do the meet and greet, so it'd be fun to to get a picture with, uh, you know, Rogan and uh, Diaz. I'd like to get a sound bite if I could. That'd be cool. I'd like to get that over the picture. Mm. That'd be pretty cool, but you'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, yeah. Who knows? What else, Brandon? What's going on in your world? Huh? Uh, ooh. Before we talked about the TV shows, which I guess you want to get into too. Mm. Have you heard of the new Michael Keaton movie coming out in a couple weeks? Yeah, Birdman. Birdman. I want you. You down for that? You into that? Oh yeah. So uh, it's basically like it's a, a great story. It's a super meta kind of story about a washed-up actor who was famous for playing a superhero. And now he's going to, you know, uh, sort of reprise the role. Yep. And it's very into the whole fact that he played Batman in the 90s. But I think he's got other issues going on yeah. within that, other conflicts. Definitely. There's more Mentally that are uh, challenging his uh, existence on it's Earth. It's been a while since we've seen him. I love, I well, actually, no. Michael Keaton's been in uh, some films oh, yeah, as of late. Yeah, But like small Small roles, this, and I this think? is a uh, Ed Norton, in it, I believe, and it just it looks so weird. Yeah, I saw the preview; it looked really oh, good. Actually, I can't wait. I cannot wait. That is going to be good. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up in case you guys hadn't heard about that. No, movie. that is that is on my radar, and they're also talking. There's also Oscar buzz. Yeah, I think the uh, it's not coming out to a lot of theaters, but the Angelica out. Yeah, they in, always uh, get the good stuff. Fair, Fairfax, they're getting it a week after New York, and I'm just like, I can't believe we're getting all these good movies now. Mm. Yay. Yeah, I know. Because it's limited release. We're actually getting limited release stuff now. Yeah, yeah you're right. He's, he's been in... It's spotty, his IMDb. It's definitely spotty. Yeah, but, yeah, like, you know he's good. It just been, sucks that he doesn't get more work. Well, no, not that he's not good. It's Michael Keaton, man. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You had me at hello. This guy was in uh, some of my favorite films. I mean, I mean, he's Batman. I mean, yeah. that's, that's all I have to say. And then he was in Jackie Brown. Well, but, I don't uh, know about that. <laughs> I don't know if that's like a, a hit or anything. It's a but. great movie. He was a night shift. That's yeah. all I have to say. Yeah, Mr. Mom. Yeah, yeah Mr. I watched that I the remember, other day, too. I remember that. Love that was a good movie. It's yeah. like one of the best. Yeah, yeah you can't go wrong. It's Michael Keaton. Yeah, I always liked you know, that. I was, I was lobbying for him, what was it, a couple few years ago to come back as Bruce Wayne, to play an older Batman. Oh, that would have been good. Uh, it would have been great. Batfleck. Yeah, it would have been great. Instead of Batfleck coming I'm fine out. With, I'm fine with Ben. I don't even really want to talk about that. It is. Uh, it's not something I'm looking forward to. Because, uh, but uh, you know, at least there aren't rubber nipples on his costume. Even nipples don't. I only noticed the nipples after they pointed out. <laughs> I, I noticed them when I was a kid. Oh, I, I noticed. Was more, them. I was more hung up on Poison Ivy and Victor Freeze than uh, anything a else. Waste, a waste and, of and, Victor uh, Freeze. Alicia you know? Silverstone is Batgirl. 
Those were the things that stuck out to me. Also, poor production. Also, bad script. Whoa. Also, you what know, horrible here? cinematography and color and lighting. So, you know. Someone Just a few things. Yeah, yeah, I was, I, the nipples, you know, I can give a pass. Yeah, I mean, like, once Tim Burton left, it was, it really fell apart. And it wasn't even the best under him. So. Well, it was also the material. I think a lot of it has to do with the, the overall body of work. Yeah. I think that the people they had in play... If you put them in a, a Nolan-esque production, you could put Clooney in it. You could put well, yeah. Victor Freeze in it. It doesn't uh, even ruin it, careers, it, it though, because Clooney just came out of it stronger than ever, even though the movie was garbage. <laughs> Case in point. Yeah. Case in point. Gone Girl. Ooh. Right? That's a good movie. Tyler Perry. Okay? We're not going to give any spoilers, because some of you may have not you uh, read it. I, I believe yeah. it's a book. Oh, well, right? we can talk yeah. about it, but... But uh, for those of you listening, uh, there probably will be spoilers in this conversation because I haven't had time to talk about I mean, the, the film. It's a classic David Fincher now. Like that's going to go down as one of his best movies, I think. Wow, it is in probably the top five. I don't think it's. I don't think it's yeah. the best. I oh, mean, no, no, no. You got You got You got Fight Club and Seven. Yeah. I mean, but it has that same creepy what? appeal. What? I'm glad to hear that it's really good. What? Like because the book was good, so on, I was I was wondering. Honestly, if the movie would I was be good. worried in the beginning because like I didn't read the book, but like it begins very cookie cutter, but then it gets amazing. It's a slow burn. Yeah, it is a slow burn. I enjoyed the film. I figured it out uh, probably about a quarter away into it. What was going on? Just because I've dealt with a lot of psychos in my, in my <laughs> you, life. You were telling me like, yeah. oh, I know, I know yeah. some of these people. Yeah, I, I could, <laughs> I could. It hit home in many places. So. I could, I, I could, I, I got it and I understood it, but it was fascinating to watch it unravel. And for those of you listening who, who may have been sleeping under a rock for the past couple of months, uh, Gone Girl starring Ben Affleck, right? Mm-hmm. Who else is in that? Huh? What's <laughs> like, the other? What's it? Whoever that woman was, she had really nice eyebrows. That's what I noticed about her. She's like really well done eyebrows. That's what you noticed. That's what That's I noticed. Really yeah. random. Mm. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris is in it. He was great. Yeah, Dookie Hauser was very good. But let, let me just give it a quick rundown. Uh, ben Affleck, uh, Rosamund Pike. Is that how you pronounce her name? R O S A M U N D. Is that how you say Pike? It? I don't know. Plays Miriam, uh, Ben Miriam. Affleck's. <laughs> Miriam, how do you say it? Yeah, plays Ben Affleck's wife, and they're in a struggled relationship uh, that uh, Ben comes home one day to find his wife gone, and eventually it unravels. Uh, into a kind of who done it? Where'd my wife go? To a, a murder case where, yeah. where where I think Ben gets uh, his character Nick Dunn gets charged with uh, the disappearance and murder cover up of his wife. What was really very cool about it was how it resonates within today's oh, cases. The way they how, parodied media in this movie was yes. perfect. And and also parodied um, us. Yeah. Uh, meaning, uh, quote-unquote, victims and us. The audience, as yeah. the, Yes, as the audience. I thought that was I mean, spot on. There was like a Nancy Grace-type character. There yeah. was a Maria Shriver-type yeah. character. Yeah, it was, it was really well done. It was, it, yeah. was, it was thoroughly entertaining. And Tyler Perry playing uh, Tanner Bolt, celebrity <laughs> attorney, yeah, and uh, he was—he he was, looked like one of those celebrity attorneys. He go, really did. That goes back into why well, I segued into that was the fact that if you give someone good material, they can perform. You know what I mean? If you give them shit, their performance probably is going to be shit. Uh, but if you give them something good, um, it, you know you're going to have a, a, a great product. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So it's, yeah, it, you know, who knew Tyler Perry? Um, uh, Doogie Hauser, I mean, he's been around, you know, I'm a big fan, been a big fan of his. If, if he does anything, I usually tune in. It's Doogie yeah, Hauser. He's got a lot of talent. He Neil, was host, he's hosting the Oscars. They Neil, announced it. Neil Patrick, uh, and that's a smart move because oh, he's very smart. so talented. He's tested. Like, he's done, was it? He's done like two Tonys and Nemi or something. He's talented, mm-hmm. he's likable, and he's Doogie Hauser. That's true. He can sing. He can dance. How can you not like? He's very pretty. He's a pretty man. You know somebody who should take a page out of his book, Fred Savage. Fred Savage from the Wonder Years should take a page out of he, his book. He'll appear in stuff once in a while. He's great too because yeah. he's Fred Savage. Wasn't it's he funny Austin that uh, Powers too. Huh? Yeah, he was. He, he had the guy with the big mole. But I yeah. want to. But my point is, I want to see more of Fred's. Like Ben we, Savage is getting more work than him. You're right. Yeah. But we see a lot of Fred. Sa- I mean, a lot of uh, Doogie Hauser, Neil I mean, Patrick Harris. Well, right. He, he was he's on ever- a hit TV show for like yeah. six, seven years. Yeah. yeah. He. You see a lot of him. He's great. And he's, he, whether it's uh, live performances or in film or television, he knows how to make it happen. You know, he's not distracting. No. He, he, he brings something to the table. And same he thing with Tyler Perry. He plays the game right. Tyler Perry has brought something to the table of that film. I, the first time I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, man, what's happening here? I was like, mm. But they were smart. The way they, they marketed this movie, the yeah. way they did the trailers, everything was spot on. I think the book was still popular enough, too, where like everybody it. seemed to push for it because the book was so good. And I was like, It was well, a good book. Yeah, was I never it? read it either. Yeah, I read it a couple years ago. I, I need to read it. I heard, I heard the the hype things. was still there, and I think it helped the movie a ton. Oh, yeah. Well, it was a really good film. I mean, like I said before, it's a film that... Uh, that makes you, the audience, look within yourselves. Like I tell everyone else, uh, when I tell people to go see it, uh, and if they see it and they have uh, a different take on it, I always say, well, you have to look at it. He's actually, I don't know if he meant to do it, do this, but he's al- almost making fun of the audience because how many people have not tried to be someone that they weren't in a relationship? Yeah, oh no, it was, it was like a... It ended up becoming like a metaphor for like marriage is like slavery or something. That's how I took it. But not so much marriage. Your decision to be with that individual. Well, it's like you're binding yourself you to them. Yeah. Knowing that you guys were not completely compatible or this wasn't the place that, you wanted to be. That how was a really. To each other? There was like a line in the movie where they basically said something like, how can two people who change all the time ever really be happy together forever? Because you're all changing and you change at different rates. And that's fine too. That's fine to change because there are certain people that right. can change and still and you be still in love, sync. You still love, but like yeah. there was like a point they were trying to make was like it's very unlikely that it's ever going to work out because of just how much people change over their lives. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. I, yes don't, no. I don't think it was too cynical, but I, you know, it was believable. They made good points. I, I thought, yeah, I thought it, I, it it kept you thinking at all times. Yeah. And that's that's why I applaud this movie. It was it was good. I, there are some things I didn't like about it. Uh, but I still give it a strong three stars out of four. You know, I, I didn't care too much for the uh, for the uh, uh, product placements that were pretty much. I don't rampant. think I noticed that. Yeah, I did. Oh, I guess uh, in certain parts where they put I didn't a lot care of products. The together, Walmart yeah. signs, the, the 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 chick, the detective. It's distracting. It's Ooh. how you pay for a movie, though. The, the chick with the uh, the lead detective in a murder uh, or. A, yeah, what about murder her? case? She yeah. goes into the crime scene, and every crime scene, she's got a Dunkin' Donuts oh, coffee cup. I just, I didn't notice that. Hand. I think I just don't notice that anymore. because everyone in 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 this world that we live in have one or two things in their hands all the time: yeah, a fucking cell phone or a coffee cup. But anyone knows anything about uh, crime scenes? You don't care. What is this noise that I hear? It sounds like a leaf blower. It's cleaning. Really? Oh, it's a vacuum cleaner. 
Yeah. God damn, man. <laughs> wow. What do they have, That's like a, a super-powered vacuum? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, man. Industrial. Good God. Audience. Get the studio well, I'm sure cleaned, I mean, it's, man. it's totally being picked up on the mic because like, I well, hear it through that. You'll hear it yeah. better, but the audience is, uh, I'm sure you, uh, three or four people are forgiving <laughs> about that. But yeah. And also, speaking of interesting books. Sounds I, like your audience doubled, man. That's pretty good. I pick, I've been reading this. You're reading? Yeah. Well, thank you, Mary. <laughs> what the hell? By Rick Ross? Yeah, yeah. This is, what is uh, that? Not Rick Ross, the rapper. Oh, is, uh, well, then I'm confused. Uh, autobiography of Freeway, uh, Ricky Ross. Ricky? Yeah. You call him Ricky? It's, well, he calls himself. Or Freeway Rick Ross. Richard Ross? Know. I'm sure he's been referred to as Ricky in that. But, yeah, there's a, it's a, man, it's a it's powerful book. It? I saw a film, another film, mm-hmm. called Kill the Messenger. Uh, recently. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, another, another powerful movie that's. Uh, I need to see it's, that. It's not making as much noise as, as Gone Girl. No. Uh, Kill the messenger. I think it's got a pretty wide release though. Like uh, I could probably just go down the street and see it. It's worth. It's not, wor- like, it's it's not worth, like an art house thing. Yeah. It's worth the price of admission. So <laughs> kill. You're right there. <laughs> yeah. Too much coffee cake. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, Kill the Messenger stars uh, Jeremy Renner. And we know him from uh, the Bourne movie and uh, Mission Impossible and a host of other things. The Avengers, man. Yeah, yeah. He was Come the, on. the guy with the arrow, right? He's the Hawk Arrow. Hawk, That's his yeah. name. No. Yeah. It's too, there's too <laughs> no, many. I'm just there's too many. There's too many uh, uh, comic book movies. And we'll talk about those in a second. TV shows. And you movies. want to talk about Rick Ross first. Yeah. Book. Yeah. The Kill the Messenger is worth the price of admission um, just, just for the performances alone. But uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't know the story of, of Rick Ross. Of course, they know uh, the uh, fake Rick Ross, the rapper, um, that basically assumed his identity. But this guy uh, was one of the biggest drug dealers in the country. You know his story? No. Really? Biggest drug dealer? You know his story, right? Yeah. Okay. You guys both looking at me like, what the fuck? I have no idea Um, what I'm talking about. listening. Biggest drug dealers in the country funded, um, uh, uh, helped fund um, the... uh, uh, Illegal arms sales oh. of illegal arms, oh, okay. or the this uh, is the Iran contract thing. I didn't I didn't know uh, the name of the dealer who was involved in it. My God, man! I mean, it's, right. it goes deep into just his life and his you know the rise of crack cocaine. The Reagan administration sort of introducing yeah, crack and, to New York, and well, he was in South Central LA. Oh, so he was he was out of South Central, but uh, I haven't got to the part where uh, you know he's. Uh, I'm a slow reader. Okay, where he. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I've had the book for weeks. Okay, uh, it's actually he sent it to me. Actually, he's gonna he may be on the podcast. Yeah, I got a uh, well, autograph cool. book well, by Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. Is he so? He's a good guy. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's. I think his story needs to be heard, needs to be told because a lot of what's going on now. If you look at what's going on with Ebola and just what's going on with the wars that we've been into, everything that you see in the media. Uh, isn't always true. They 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 no, spoon true, they yeah. spoon feed you, and in the case now with the internet and everything, it's not even spoon feeding. They force these these. these well, li- but the internet makes it impossible. Like they tell us all this crazy shit about Ebola, but then we know that they're lying because you have the internet sort of as an open. Well, it's space. the same thing with the Iran Contra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in Nicaragua, uh, the uh, revolution there, where the money was coming, the CIA was making money off of dudes like Ricky Rick Ross. And, uh, you know, when they're done with you, they either kill you or you go to prison. In his case, he went to prison for life. Yeah. Uh, uneducated, couldn't read, taught himself to read, got himself out of prison, long and short. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, he basically makes his, uh, uh, his uh, I guess you could say his circuit tour around the, uh, you know, uh, giving uh, speeches to campuses. And he's, I know him from Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, that's how I was introduced to him. But uh, everything they're telling you isn't true, especially right now or any time, should I say. I mean, if you look at crack, if you look at cocaine, if you go back to the 50s or the 60s and 70s with the, from the rise of the uh, Black Panther Party on up to when they flooded, the CIA flooded the uh, inner cities with uh, heroin and uh, heroin. And, uh, <laughs> that's and, what you like to call it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we call it. But um, yeah to crack cocaine uh, in the 80s, this this stuff, you know, the inner city didn't invent this stuff. No. You know? <laughs> There's not, there aren't chemists living so, in, like, Harlem, like, making up, like, all that shit. So when people when people say, oh, the black community this, the black community that, the, you know, slavery's over and da-da-da, I mean, it really isn't. There no. there has been a hand in the manipulation of the— I mean, of, of the, the, the prison system where they make people—it's forced labor. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it, it, it's it's a very powerful story that's is still going on to date, and especially now with this in in this I guess what is this uh, uh, this atmosphere of fear that's yeah. being built up with Ebola, um, and not just that, but just I don't even think these these people are telling us the hundred percent truth, you know, and what's going on down in Texas and what's going on in Africa. Uh, I don't. I just don't. I don't. I don't no, think because they're, so. they're playing off our fears. They're making us more and more afraid of something that we really don't need to fear. We just need to take care of it. But instead, they want us to be afraid. I think we need to be afraid a little bit. I think we. Sh- it's better to be. Well, you should prepared. be aware. You should be you aware. Sh- yes. Be aware, but you don't yeah, need to be afraid. Yeah, but I mean, people are not afraid until it actually hits their country, where it's like, they're like, well, that's oh, the while point. it's well, over there, that, that's why it's okay. That's why it's disgusting, okay. the way that people are it's reacting okay. right now. Well, that's the point now. That's why, that's why so many so Americans, yeah. when it was happening in Africa, no one gave a shit. We, we should have been sending people yeah, over there for okay. a long time. Yeah, Months ago, I was like, we need to make this a bigger deal. Why aren't people talking about it on the news? And now Obama like canceled his people are saying you're overreacting when you're, you know... Yeah, talking but, about it or you're talking about it should be something that we're feared and people should not be getting on planes mm. as easily as they are. You know what I mean? There's like a certain limitation to people's thoughts about this. It's just people don't take it seriously when they should and then it's too late. No, I agree. Take it seriously, but don't like, you know, fan the flames of, you know, just fear and and uh, and just this kind of crazy fervor that like the media is trying to build everybody into. Yeah, it's it's. It's definitely, you know... Just get the CDC uh, in there. Well, that... My family's in Africa, so I'm worried. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you should be. You'd be worried even if there's no family there. It's hitting countries that I've lived in. It's hitting countries that I've lived in. But I think that's a different story. I think that's a different story because it's it's a... uh, you know, people it's count something too, where they man. Didn't, no, no, count but too. and if we if we close our borders and like close all the planes and stuff, we're only hurting those countries. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying the anyone in Africa are not people, but they should have been fucking people a year ago, you know, whenever yeah. the, whenever it was first detected and it, it should And they been, usually do. They, they usually can contain it. Like this is the first time it's been this bad. It should have been, you know, taken care of 4,000, over 4,000 people ago. You know what yeah. I mean? Now that, it's like up to 8,000 or something. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it only, it only, it only starts to matter is when, you know, it hits the suburbs, when it comes over here. And then yeah. all of a sudden, we have a crisis. Well, there was a uh, really funny Onion article that said uh, the uh, CDC is only 50 white people away from finding a cure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, and it's, it's pretty real. That's uh, there's a lot of truth in that. I mean, I don't think white people, but I think Americans in general. Um, once once it hits us, white Americans. Yeah, uh, I Americans. I think when it comes to this kind of health thing, it race like is to, probably not going to. I would I would like I to know. I would really like to think that it doesn't, but uh, um, you know, much to your comment about you know uh, black comedians, I yeah. think it does have some weight in it and you know there's a history there's a long history of medical testing on the absolutely uh, the uh was it the tuskegee uh experiments there's a long history of 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 this type of stuff the military doing that shit um, rampant throughout the world not just the u.s but the u.s is uh in its short life span (laughs) right now the u.s i mean it hasn't been here that long you know, decade after decade, century, you know, it's it's there. The, yeah. You know, the facts. Well, you know, the, the Americans invented, uh, the American scientists were the ones who invented eugenics that Hitler latched on to, too. You know, we don't really have a clean slate on any of this. What do you think, Miriam Tazi? She's shaking her head over here, people. I mean, I already gave my opinion. It, it is a serious matter, and, 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 and I just, it's not something I want to sit back on the sidelines and watch unfold. You know what I mean? We can't. Yeah, but just, we are. Oh, you have no choice. You have no choice. I think we're not medical professionals or anything. I, I believe that the uh, young lady nurse who uh, was infected is here today in Bethesda, Maryland. Well, I thought they're sending them all to with Georgia. She's or something. here today. Yep, she's flying up today. They're shipping her. Oh yeah. So it's in the area right and now. They're definitely talking about having like four, like specific places to bring people in quarantine or whatever mm. instead of trying to mm. spread it mm. out in different hospitals yeah. around the nation and stuff like that i mean there's a way to contain it in this country but it's not only about this country that's my point right that's but all. but like <clears throat> the way that the media is reacting is like we have to shut down all flights and, and that's only going to hurt the other countries yeah, that we need within, to help within you know africa itself within their borders there should be more done like that's well yeah know. i mean so it's just you can shoot you can shoot a a, a temperature gun to my head and see what my temperature is you, like you know can. But yeah the infrared it's still not stopping you know there's still people that are traveling that are getting through and it's just there needs to be like a standard yeah i agree so because it's it's well one thing's for sure it's brandon gonna is spread right like wildfire that's all what saying. what am i right about Nothing we can do. We're oh, not doctors. Well, yeah. We're not, uh, you know. Well, we can talk about it. I think I think it's just important to be educated on it so that you're not ignorant. You're not spreading, like, fear. You're not, That's like, talking about right how, yeah. you know, yeah. if sneezing in somebody's not going to kill them. Really? Well, I mean, like, inle- unless they act. Well, because everybody's going to be afraid of everything. It's flu season now, man. Like, people are going to be displaying the exact same thing that a bowl is going to look like early on. And they're all going to be, be freaking out. Yeah. And, you know, it's frightening to think, like, everybody's going to just be freaking out about Ebola because they have the flu. Or if you're from Africa and you're here in the States. Yeah. And you oh, have- that's going to be a problem, too. Definitely. Yeah. I guarantee you there's going to be some people freaking out about dudes I mean, from, like, West you, Africa coming over. I think you had a valid point. I mean, you have to educate yourself and not, you know, be ignorant. Yeah. And know the facts. It, the most dangerous thing you could be is ignorant. That's the only thing that's dangerous about uh, Ebola is not knowing what you're talking about about anything oh yeah actually <laughs> but in this situation there's a lot of ignorant know. people out i know yeah. they're no dangerous that makes them dangerous no doubt mm, mm, mm. but you know what are you gonna do we just got to keep on keeping it right Not what they say hmm? you guys look all huh. it's fun <laughs> good, I'm worried. good subject that's <laughs> all i'm a little worried we'll see what happens but 
I'm worried about all the people in Africa that are much worse off, and we're worried about ourselves here. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's something that, that we're going to have another conversation about, I think, next week. Well, we have a guest coming on uh, that uh, we're going to dive deep into the controversy around Ebola. So uh, stay tuned for that. Fine. I don't want to go deep any deeper, and I don't want the mood to get any somber than it already is on this show. So let's reel it back in. And yeah, let's uh, let's have Brandon. Uh, Want to talk about Brandon? Some TV? Talk about a little bit of uh, pop culture and uh, some fun what's, stuff. Yeah, some what's less, happening? Less He's been trying to convince shit. me to watch. Well, uh, this, that, and the other, and I just I kind of shoot it down because I, I just don't have time for another comic book movie or TV well, show whatever, in my life. Man. You know what I mean? I mean, what 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 do I have to see? Gotham. Well, Go- oh man, why All should right. I watch Gotham? Gotham and uh, Gotham for you know is about what? Gotham is sort of like a prequel. To well, it's like it starts with like Bruce Wayne's parents being killed, and he's you know Batman. before it becomes Batman, and it's basically a show about uh, Bruce Wayne as a kid before he's way before Batman, and uh, Jim Gordon, the poli- uh, police commissioner, before he's police commissioner when he's just the detective. Yeah, and I, sort I, of you know I got I got he's the main character. Basically, I want to watch Jim stuff Gordon. like that. I got I got Michael Keaton. <laughs> In what way do you have stuff like that with Michael Keaton? If I want a, a Batman fix, well, it's not a Batman fix at all. They're, yeah, but they, they played it up. They played it up to be that Gotham. Well, in in, Gotham. The, in the same way, like if did, if you ever watched Smallville, everything's or so dark now. There was a sh- there was a show, Edgy right. Gotham. You know, it's goddamn really the Riddler and all the, the Penguin and like all these different like it is. Uh, it is know, pretty violent. I, I got Burgess uh, Meredith, but I got, got Burgess what? Meredith. Burgess Meredith. Do you know Burgess Meredith? Meredith? I don't know what you're talking about. He was the penguin in the Adam West Batman and Robin. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cesar Romero. You know who that he was? Is? Yeah, he was the Joker. All right. Of course I know that, man. You better know. <laughs> man, I Get got in. them. I don't know why I would invest my time in Gotham, you know? Well, I, I guess I can't explain or, it to you then. Or just one other TV show. Any other TV show? You know what's really good is The Flash. That's what, and, But that, that looked appealing to me, but I have not clicked it on. Gotham, you say, is a prequel, right? Yeah. So it goes into the youth of Jim Gordon, right? Yeah. I like it's, that name. It's the guy from a, it's the guy from a the OC show, like the main character. Never watched it. And he was also a cop on Southland. It was a really Never good cop show. Never watched it. Uh, I think it's still going on. Uh, Hill but, Street Blues, that's a good cop show. <laughs> NYPD okay. Blue, that's the all best right. cop show there ever right. was, all right? Now, you know, you, you want to talk about cop shows? Can you believe how far off we are from a... So old school. Yeah. Dragnet. Like, remember shit like Dragnet? Was so procedural that it was almost boring. That's the kind of cop show I like. Yeah, I, I know, I, I know it, but no, it was before my time. Oh, okay. You catch that what on, on, on loops on on the cable station or something, right? And, Reruns. Oh yeah, and they also uh, play the old uh, radio plays of it on uh, NPR. Yeah. No, I mean, I get it. I get the whole prequel thing, but basically they're just trying to beat a dead horse. They're trying, or they're That's just trying to trying to milk a cow. Anyway, you know what I mean? Just oh, definitely. Get every little just, just I mean, how's the acting? Everything. Is it good? It's over the top, but like not. A, it's almost like somebody wrote a really goofy comic strip, and like they're all just reading lines from that. And what's good about it? Like, but that's why. What, what, what do you like about it? It's campy. It's very campy and kitsch. Yeah, that's basically what it is. And and you said the same thing about uh, Arrow. I think it was you've been trying to convince me to watch. No, it no. Arrow. Well, Arrow is more like a melodrama. It's like a soap opera with superheroes, and it's awesome. And Arrow that's, is a that's what? a very different is kind of show. Superhero themed with your TV watching. Well, that's what you wanted me to talk about. Uh, I can talk about other stuff. I like Blacklist. James Spader's pretty good. I tried to watch that and couldn't get into. Yeah, it. Yeah, I'm watching that a little bit. It's couldn't get into. I it. like it. 
It's like every episode's kind of the same. Yeah, it's 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 also sort of a procedural kind of deal. Like, let's catch this guy. Yeah, cookie cutter. As you say. Yeah, but you know that kind of stuff. Bubblegum stuff's enjoyable. Yeah, I just um, you don't maybe the fact much. if I had more time on my hands, I would probably invest. Um, I mean, into stuff like that, but I just I'm, I'm very picky. Flash has piqued my interest just because I just think it's a cool fucking. Suit. If you like the show from the nineties, red suit. Do you remember the uh, Flash show from the nineties? The, the Flash was back on with the with the with the with the lightning bolt. He is. He's back on. He's got shit like Mercury, doesn't he? Have the little <laughs> little feather thing and yeah, on his feet. Too? He does. No, lightning not on his feet. Didn't he used to though back in the day? Uh there is the first Flash from Earth Two. Yeah, he had a hat. That sort of was like uh, Hermes. Earth he looked, 2, he, what's he, that? He dressed like... Earth 2 is Fucking the golden nerd. age uh, DC universe in the uh, for, 1940s. These are the superheroes from the 40s. This guy. And then of Silver Age was in the 60s. Mm. Yeah, Flash looks like it. And then what's his deal? Like, I, I don't even know the origins of Flash. I just knew he was on the... I think he was on the Super Friends. So, and my favorite he was, Flash He was very Flash. fast. It's Barry yeah. Allen. He is a crime scene chemist and investigator he's like the guy who does the fingerprints and is does he bulletproof the, he does the blood tests but he no no no. he's not bulletproof he uh dexter dexter yeah he's basically like he's like a blood spatter guy sort of he yeah. does other stuff too he, he tests the blood he does the he's human yeah and he gets hit by electricity while he's in his lab doing like uh experiments for some cops and all the chemicals spill on him and then he gets super fast that's his thing oh Damn, I, I could buy into and that. he can vibe <laughs> and i <laughs> I could, I could buy into the be- that. The best could, thing about the comic uh, when I was a kid was he was. I could buy into that. He was I a like, scientist, so he'd always solve stuff in a scientific way. Like if a tornado was coming down at him mm. from like Weather Wizard, he would spin around it counterclockwise. Now, to how stop fast the, is he? Uh, I mean, there's no real. You know, they don't quantify. Does smoke just, come fast. from his feet? Yeah, like when he mm-hmm. stops, it smokes. Like the Greatest American Hero. Because yeah. you know when he would stop, there'd I know a whole lot I know. of smoke. That was all the he suit, though. He never had That was control. all in the suit. Yeah. I like that concept, too. You know I they're like, bringing that back. I like concepts I heard rumors where, that they're bringing it back. Where you, like, you inherit some sort of power from someplace or someone. And greatest American hero, the aliens came down and, uh, <laughs> you know, they, they, they left the suit, but they didn't. With a Chinese symbol on it he, for some he, reason. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he didn't get the instructions, the manual, mm. you know. Tough break. No. He didn't have the resources yeah. to find out about. No Google at that time in the 80s. So no internet. He couldn't, no. And he, was none, a, and he was a nerd. Yeah. With, with, <laughs> with, with a blonde fro. Yeah, he had a big old yeah. fro. William Cat. Oh, my God. That show is so great. And Robert Culp. Like, only like the 70s, 80s could produce that. I love that show. We would sit and watch that television show as a family, as a unit. Did you also watch Shazam? I watched uh, Shazam. Can't even say it. The Shazam Power Hour or whatever. It was like Shazam and then some woman. That's what that girl should have said. Well, your jaws need to lose nine pounds. (laughs) That's what she should have told me. You got jowls. You're like uh, Marlon Brando. I can't talk. You're like Marlon Brando a little bit. I I, I did watch Shazam uh, growing up. Uh, Not as a family. We watched The Hulk. Oh, yeah. We we watched uh, uh, The Greatest American Hero. Three's Company. That's good. Jack what Pepper. else did we watch as a family? Uh, what was the other one called? With the two two black kids and the, the white oh, dad. Oh, uh, Different Strokes. Different Strokes. Yeah, we watched too. those as a family. But but I remember, The Greatest American Hero, Hero was good. Flash did, as always, appeal to me just because of his sheer speed. And just like I said, when someone gives you a power, you inherit it from some way, like a, a chemical... like. 
Dr. David Banner, Bruce Banner. Oh, I was going to say Bruce Banner. Maybe. Yeah. I know well, he was in the show. He was David Banner. In the Banner. TV show, he was David. Yeah. Because they thought that Bruce wasn't a common enough name. Yeah. yeah. But they, it did say on there David Bruce Banner yeah. on the great. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, David. Nerds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, oh he, my God. He actually, uh, he actually, but it did say it technically on his, on his gravestone. Malcolm actually there, knew so that the whole, one. The whole name was there. So, guys, it's great. He gives me it so much shit correct. for knowing that kind of it's stuff. Correct. And then he, he knows that shit I too, know. man. He just likes to call you out on it because he'll talk your, about your it. Your son's not going to be any different with his oh, comic books, man. Oh, my God. That's going to, you're passing it on. Well, there were, there were certain things we only had, like, Four channels, four or five channels growing up. So you had no choice That's but true. to watch certain If there was things. a superhero show on the network, like so you yeah, watched Wonder you Woman, just, you watched, you, yeah. You gravitated towards that stuff because that, that was all there was. But yes. You I, watched Linda Carter. I have a bit of nerd in me, there's no doubt. Yeah, I watched Wonder Woman. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was great. There was two versions of Wonder Woman. Woman. There was the, I think she was in the 70s, and then there's one when it was like World War Two or something like that. Yeah, Do you yeah, remember yeah. that? Yeah. Do you know that? It was like two different... I don't know how they did that. I don't know if they even explained that. No, I don't know. So back to what you're saying about the Flash. That's one. I'm already hook, hook, line, and sinker. So there was on based. Yeah, there right was a, there on your uh, description of it. There was a TV so show I'm in the '90s. Put with, that in my queue. And it's the same. The same actor from the '90s plays his dad in this. And that's what I really liked about Where it. Where can too. you see this? Like, on, is it on CW, just, the okay. worst network on television? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, but at least it's on. No, yeah, and then, you know, it's just the it used to be like the network where all the teen dramas would be on, and now all it's right. now it's all become right. superhero network. One in one, then no Gotham still, but I'll I'll, I'll in, I'm, I may uh, go on demand and, and watch an episode of Flash. Now, is this one that has a slow burn? Where I watch episode one, I got you say, so, oh, you got to give it a chance. But about the fifth or seventeenth episode, <laughs> it only, really picks up. <laughs> no, no, no. Like the Flash. That's what so, Miriam said about Fringe. <laughs> 100 episodes That's in. actually true about Fringe, though, which like, is so Fringe bad. Fringe is a great show, But that's okay? what's so bad about it is that it really is so stupid in the first season or so. Yeah. I, st- I mean, I'm not going to go back and watch it all over again. I would I like more seasons, it. though, yeah. I enjoyed it. I got good. He, I think he would like uh, it. Twilight Zone was good. What, stuff. what made The Flash the uh, a good show was because it's all it's done by the people who did Arrow, and they've already got two seasons under their belt, so they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what helped them a lot with the show, because they know how to make a superhero show now. Yeah, but Arrow was also, I tried to watch one or two episodes, and I was just like, you know, what am I doing well, here? Well, that show wasn't amazing until like maybe a few episodes. And in. what's Arrow's deal? Like, I, I never really knew. He was just good at shooting arrows? Is that it? So, at least in this show, he's basically Batman, too, because like his parents... Uh, parents are dead or his dad's dead he's a vigilante he's a vigilante and he in the beginning he even kills people yeah but then he sort of gives that up and yeah that's basically what it's about all right he's basically he's dark it's a very dark take on green arrow he's a vigilant usually he's a jokester he's a vigilant he's a vigilant vigilante yeah it's like charlie bronson and death wish but with the bow and arrow charlie brown always yeah i always like bow and arrows i think it's a cool way spears Tiki That's the darts. Native American in you. Tiki darts. But like a real like, like ninja longbow. stars. <laughs> stars were throwing stars were always always pretty cool. Miriam, do you have like some throwing stars? No, I wish I did. I might get some. We used to make them. get some. Really? Oh yeah, out of paper. We'd use no, pa- yeah. paper. Yeah. 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 Take, oh yeah. You could take paper or glue. Or the ancient art of origami. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you could you could <laughs> You could take paper and glue and take needles. And put in them. Well, no, no you, you don't have to do that. You just bend the paper. You don't need a needle. No, no, no. We would. <laughs> you, made, yeah, we, no, no. We, he made one. They we made were, them weapons. We were committed. Yeah, we used to have a thing called uh, stick with nails in it. We would, make, we would make tiki darts too. We would take glue. You take like Elmer's glue. 
you take cotton. You can get all this stuff in your. Or mom's. we used to make glue bombs. We'd fill a, a piece of tape up with glue and tape it all up, and then throw them, and they explode. No, we would do one better. We we would take the glue, the needle, and then the cotton. Put the cotton on the end of the needle, oh, and then put the glue, and they would dry up, so it's balanced. You take it in the straw. And, <laughs> and we shoot it at each other. We'd have you ended up like sticking it in your arm. Oh, we do it all the time. Yeah. We'd put on like a vest or something like that, like a, like our uh, uh, fishing vests. What do they call them? Life pre- preservers, life mm. vests, preserver. <laughs> Which one is it? That's, this is Virginia. We had airsoft rifles that we shoot each other with. Nah, we got very <laughs> dangerous. Very dangerous. They didn't have that stuff in the eighties. They didn't have the airsoft. No. There was like these hard little pieces of plastic that you shoot, and every time it feels like somebody's pinched you. We super had those hard. in our Battlestar Galactica toys. They were these Battlestar Galactica Cylon Raiders, mm-hmm. and the which I don't know what the other ones were called, but they would shoot this orange plastic dart until some kid in the suburbs shot it down his brother's throat and oh, he died. Sounds about right. And uh, yeah, they quit making them. So it was around that time. Yeah, we How'd we would do that, that too. We Man, put the Cylons it, are we bad take news. The, but we would take the plastic out and put needle. We put needles. <laughs> In everything, needles was like a well, your, big. You know, your part. mom's got a lot of stuff to sew. She'd she take she all would needles, sew, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's a throwback. You know, women don't even have a sewing kit. I bet you have a sewing kit. Yeah, okay. I have a sewing your kit. Dad, <laughs> no, I got okay. <laughs> my dad. Some some men can no. sew too. Yeah, actually, my dad did. My, my yeah, my grandfather taught me how to sew. I think. <laughs> my mom too. Everyone showed me some sewing technique. I don't like to sew, but nerds I, nerds all know how to sew. Put that button back on. Nerds know how to sew for cosplay. What? So they can do cos- <laughs> so they can do their costumes at conventions. Oh, Nerd- oh nerds God. know how to sew. Gotcha. You'd be surprised by how many you'd be you'd be wow. surprised. Really? Is that a new word now for people? Cosplay? Yeah. Like I'm not a. That is. If you're a, not into it, I guess it's is, not terms that you use. That is on an a established day. term now, I believe. I'm sorry, I missed out on that. No, I've always been. I've always <laughs> had get a, with pop culture. You need to get with pop culture. That's nuts. I've, I've <laughs> that always had a uh, a special kinship with nerds I, because what happened was when I was uprooted out of Flint, Michigan, in the early years, and I moved to Denver and I moved to California and Texas, there was a gap, a few years of uh, being in the suburbs and the kids in the suburb, they didn't take to me, you know, they thought I was too black. And then the black kids didn't take to me because they didn't think I was black enough. So I, 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 I found a home amongst the nerds. Nerds don't care about race. They didn't. No, 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 I had Indian. (laughs) One of my best friends was Cameroonian. German. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. African, uh, Asian, just from all Mexican, uh, Latino, just from all walks. We, we didn't even look at each other. Like you know, I just I would hang out and we, you know, we would play with our action figures and Star Wars and draw Millennium Falcons and uh, yeah, all that <laughs> nerdy stuff. <laughs> Ride bikes, jump ramps. That's not nerdy. Yeah, no, but I mean, <laughs> that's just where I, you know. So I've always had a kinship with nerds. Thanks for using your whole open <laughs> fist to gesture towards me. <laughs> no, I'm this, wasn't this champion right here. <laughs> it, wasn't op- it was open hand. This you can't have open an open fist. fist. <laughs> it's an open hand. I think, Bruce Lee, I think Bruce Lee could have had an open fist. You know? Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. But I mean, if you look at it, even, even, even the kids in the inner city uh, in Flint, Michigan, they were nerds. The street ninjas that I talk about a lot on the podcast. Why am yeah. I talking in a high pitch? I was trying to get all the air, and it was going higher about. and higher and higher. Let me just bring it down. <laughs> nerd over here. He's nerdy. Ninjas. Have you heard the story? Uh, I mean, like, I can imagine, you know? Well, no, no there were, there were, there were kids in... Can, uh, I, can't ima- I can't imagine it. There were kids... It's real. There, 
my brother and his group of friends were ninjas. <laughs> they were real ninjas. Yeah, but maybe ninjas by night and then prince by day. <laughs> oh, boy. Those motherfuckers were <laughs> All of it, man. Ninjas to kung fu to jujitsu, you I've name it. Pictures. They practice. That doesn't surprise me, though. I mean, like keto, all of it. They, they had Wu Tang Clan in the Thirty Six Chamber, the and, Shaolin Temple, and then they would go to school in suits. I lie to you not. They would go to school in suits with their hair in a do, like a oh, no. like a like a tapered fro. And they would look like Prince. They would do this look. Oh, God. I, I am not. I can't. I'm going to show you pictures. I've, I've said. Computer I've, blue. I've talked about this on a <laughs> podcast before. There was a period of time in the 80s where most adult black men and a good majority of white women dressed. Either you were dressed like Prince or Morris Day or Sheila E. Apollonia Vanity. It was a whole lot of them. I have no idea what you're talking about after Prince. It's insane, man. <laughs> oh. And I guess that was a form of... Because I thought that was kind of nerdy and weird. You know, it was... A nerd is basic... It's totally, it's, yeah. It's something that's outside what you call the normal, normal it's right? When, it's when... I mean, like, when you're a geek, it's because you're obsessed with something that's but sort you of outside call these guys of culture, geeks. you know? You wouldn't call these guys geeks. No. No. Okay. You, know, you, you, you wouldn't. You Nowadays, just, I think you would. No, okay. I don't think you think you would. No, it's like you're a geek about this subject, you know, nin- it was, ninjutsu for them, I guess. It's right? random. I don't know many people that know. I mean, you have to go to a certain hood or a certain place or time where that exists. And I, I'm sure it still exists where people, I mean, you know, martial arts is, is big now. I think it's more kind of mainstream and acceptable. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, if you just saw some, literally you could walk out you know on Saturday when you're you're just hanging out at home or whatever, you're just hanging out in sweats or whatever you wear? Yeah. You know, these guys were in like ninja outfits. I'm, not, I'm talking about a ninja outfit or they would just have like in pieces. Like they might have like the, the I don't even know what it's called. I mean, it just sounds cool to me. I don't know. And the slippers or <laughs> some of them would be in the Chinese. You know the ones with the, with the ties? It's not like a button. It was like mm-hmm. rope. Yeah, I and know what you're talking it, about. Then it had like the sleeve with the white cuff, you know, and and they would be they just be standing there like at attention or something like, literally like what if the emperor was going to come out or or whoever the lead Chinese guy is? What do they call him? The the lead Chinese guy. <laughs> you're like mixing up so many cultures. They, like... But that's the point. That's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to paint this picture. It was not just one thing. There was ninjas, martial artists, kung fu. The whole shebang, and they wore the the garb. So they, so they really just didn't have like they the, they just sort of co opted any of the like sort of Asian culture they thought yes, was cool. They embraced the yeah. whole shebang. 
was, again, there's really not a whole shebang, but <laughs> shebang means everything, doesn't it? I guess. No, but I, doesn't it? I, I get I get what you're what, trying are to. Are you googling shebang? I get, I get I get the point you're trying to make. It's just like you know, doesn't really. I'm just impressed that that swing. actually existed in the hood. You know, it's just the contrast. It's, no, you know I think it's I cool. Mean? Yeah, it's great to me. Yeah. That's just I mean, it's no different than you guys. Me. What's your uh, what do you call it? What do you, what do you call what, it? What do I call it? What do you, what do you, <laughs> what do my people call it? <laughs> what do you call the con something? The the oh when they dress up cos cos con cos yeah. yeah, when you go Costume to the play. <laughs> when you go to the uh, comic con and stuff, that's how, how you pronounce. And they're it. all dressed up in like uh, swords and and uh, purple hair and all that stuff. You're, do you dress up when you go to these things? I'm about to show you a picture. Oh, Just, Malcolm, you can keep talking. I'm going to pull something. Was this off. your second year at comic? He's to uh, Brandon's referencing for, no. for those of you guys listening. Brandon is referencing Comic Con in San Diego. Which I've actually never the, dressed up for Comic Con. He makes he's dressed up now, believe it or not, people. Uh, he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> what am I dressed up as? Uh, nerd. He's um, <laughs> oh, thank he, you. He makes the pilgrimage to the mecca. I guess it's considered the mecca of. You know what? Uh, New York Comic Con had more people at it this year. One hundred and fifty thousand people, and I wanted to go to it. Oh, I wanted uh, to go to DMC was there with his new comic book. And he I was in San Diego to too. Yeah. yeah. I almost got him to sign my uh, hip hop family tree, but he wasn't there the next day when I went back. Oh, yeah, but I still got the hip hop family tree, and that's pretty good. Yeah, some of those chicks are pretty hot, man. They get dressed up. What and do what? What do they do? They don't have to do shit. <laughs> Just stand there the and look pretty. Yeah, all you got to do is dress up. That's good enough for me. Shit. You're easy to please. <laughs> you're, you're easy Just to looking please. Looking at my outfit up. In yeah, right she got Pink Floyd shirt on. Get dressed up, Mary. I'm getting into a wow. borrow one of uh, Brandon's costumes. I'm sure he's got some in his. Uh... Halloween's coming up. That's right. Are you going out uh, trick or treating, Brandon? While you're fishing through your uh, you iPhone, know, you know it, man. I, I got my Axe Cop costume. Who, what? He's a comic character named Axe Cop. <laughs> he's a cop who holds an axe. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know any of those things. But yeah, so uh, back on track. So Arrow is one. Uh, there we go. Uh, maybe I'll give us. A... Oh wow. What That's me this? and my friend. You're wearing, uh, you're wearing spandex. I am wearing spandex. Oh my God. I don't even know if I want to see. I this. am the Red Lantern backstar, the cat. Because any man that, that that has that weighs about 117 pounds wet, I don't know if you should be in spandex. Which one is you? The one <laughs> left. <laughs> Who are you? Which I can't even tell. You're the guy with the uh, blue. Yeah. You can swipe back and forth. I think I got a couple pictures in there. You almost look better. Thank you, man. You're oh. a weird motherfucker. Man. <laughs> This is a chick that you're with. It is, yeah. Yeah? She's dressed up as a character from uh, Did she an anime stay with you? named Inuyasha. Did she stay what? with you? Stay with you? are talking about... In a hotel, man. Did she yes. stay with you? Did you? Yeah. Who is she? How, how close are you guys? I'm well, pretty... I mean, like, I haven't seen her in a while, but you know, we, we used to be... She has nice eyes. Yeah. This is getting awkward. It's really weird. <laughs> I, th- I just gave you... I was giving you it to comment on my costume, man. This is like the greatest American heroes outfit in a way. No, it's kind of like Ultraman. It's uh, supposed to be like uh, the villains of the Green Lanterns, the Red Lanterns. It is, yeah. I see the, la- I see it now. Oh, you're yeah. a villain, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's they're, a- good. they're like antagonists. Oh, wow. Let me see that one. Oh, that's a better picture, yeah. yeah I was going through all pictures. I'm doing a pose. Nice shoes. These are not the right shoes. To no. I, that always ruins it. I had to, cha- I had to change my shoes. Yeah. So. That, you know, like when I was growing up and you had the uh, they had the mask they rules, yeah. for Halloween. And back in the day, like the masks today are much better. When I was a kid, it was just this hard plastic and it was half face with a rubber band. Yeah, right? that's the one that then we you wore would, in Halloween. Then you would breathe in it and then breath. It's so and it would warm, not. It, it wouldn't be sweaty. good. It wouldn't be be good. Get the wet. chemicals and everything. Yeah, but 
it sucked it because the rubber band would break and then you'd have to tape it and that never worked out too well. Well, it was always the tiniest little air hole, too. But then the thing about it is, like I, if you thing. yeah, if you got past all that, you said, oh, I got a cool costume. I think I was Frankenstein one year. But then you look down like in your shoes <laughs> and it was always no. just never, never so. complete. Well, it's always cool. It was the convention. Too, so you have like layers. Brandon, Brandon had yeah. his Buster Browns on with a cool costume. Yeah, the convention was like I had slippers that like were black and they're straight black with like just duct tape on the bottom so I wouldn't cut my feet. And they said that you had to put real shoes on. So oh. that happened. Why didn't you just buy a pair of boots? Because they weren't part of the con- like. All I had were my shoes or the part, the bottom part of the the onesie thing. See, I, I, I would, I would feel, I would feel incomplete if I went through all that trouble to fly out somewhere. And you got a full costume from head to toe. It looked like some cool... Who, oh, yeah. Who painted your face? Uh, my friend Megan, yeah. She painted yeah. it up. She's talented. Yeah. And um, you go through all that, and then you got the wrong footwear. It's like wearing flip-flops with a tuxedo. Well, it's just, you know, <laughs> you can't always... Do it. Like, I, it was better in some other conventions, but I don't really have good pictures of those. It looked good, though. Yeah, I wore it, it looked good. Few, I wore You really it got into ones. it. What was this? Was this this year's? Oh, God, no. This must have been, like, uh, in 2008, 2009. Oh. Yeah. No, I, I haven't ever uh, done it at uh, Comic Con. I would like to though. I just don't have the time. So, so New York is uh, is becoming, isn't it? But it's not really the mecca, you know. When people think Comic Con, at least it might be one day though. It's a good one, huh? I mean, it's just it's also more convenient. Like it might become the East. Well, I've Coast never really mecca. wanted to go. Really? No. You need to go. No, it's I don't know why. I, I mean, I like, don't well, like big crowds like that. But it would be interesting if I'm on a mission. I like I'm gonna I, meet DMC. So be it, you know. I mean, or I'm uh, with you on that, I guess. But like, it's not like a big crowd to me. Like, I'm an introvert. I hate those kinds of crowds. But like, when you're in a crowd where everybody loves the same thing, you feel a sense of community more than you feel like you're, you know, beaten down by too many people around you. You know? Yeah, yeah, I got you. You're among your own. Yeah, I guess it would be kind of fun, and if you dress up. But then I guess a lot of people go to the one out in San Diego because booth after booth interviews and stuff like that. So you, you're going to get every kind of celebrity there of any kind of like nerdy, you know, pop culture. Well, thing. it's a norm too. I mean, they have, uh, you know, prestigious actors who they probably would have never, ever set foot into a Comic Con yeah. 10, 15, 20 years ago. But now Hollywood has uh, kind of forced it upon you them. Couldn't and they make go, hum- you couldn't make Humphrey Bogart do it. He's like, I need to do what? Where? Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. No, no. Sinatra <laughs> wouldn't have been up in that no, camp. No, he but, wouldn't uh, But if Sinatra was alive today's day and age, you can bet he'd go there, plug it, because it's going to sell out, sell tickets. Robin and, and the Seven Hoods. you got to do the premiere there. Yep, yep. So it's a sign of the times, that, and also that the nerds have won. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it's a good and a bad thing. Like, I was happy not having, like, my culture sort of romanticized in that way. How are nerd women? What do you mean? How, how, are, how are, they? are they? Yeah, how are they? You just saw a picture of one. How is she? She's nice. Is she a nerd? Yeah. Like super nerd. Miriam, how are nerd women? I actually met her at Are a, there nerd women like him? Yeah. Yeah. Like how, how, how I'm just, No, I'm not saying like I met her I mean, just, at a uh, at a Japanese <laughs> comic uh uh class, a yeah. class on teaching about how to analyze Japanese comic. Like books. most of the women that are portrayed in the media. Yeah. Well, I guess you could say like uh what's the chick's name that was in Inception? What's the chick's name? She was in... Uh, You're talking uh, about Ellen Page? Chick? Ellen P- Page. Juno she, Chick. She, she's kind of... How demeaning. <laughs> she's like queen of the nerds, right? In what way? Oh, she was in Freaks and Geeks? She yeah, was not was in... nerd women, She I was guess, not huh? in Freaks and Geeks. Wasn't she? Oh, no. That's a different girl. She was in Trailer Park Boys. But when you think, when you think nerd, mm. nerd women, you think that? of her. Mm-mm. 
Mm-hmm. She's way too young to have been in Freaks and Geeks. That's a different woman. Yeah. What I hate is when they try to make someone a nerd woman, like in Transformers or something, and they put a pair of glasses on someone. Oh, that's terrible. Chick, and you're like, okay. I was thinking. You no, know, it's funny when they also have right. those transformation movies where it's like a girl is a nerd when she has glasses, like but she then looked, they take she, them off. Yes. And she's like, and I'm like beautiful. beautiful. She looked better with the glasses on. <laughs> okay. That's all I wanted. I like the girls with glasses. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Jeez, Miriam, we always got to take everything like a compliment. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's totally me. <laughs> so, what other shows? What 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 else is on the horizon, Brandon? That uh, I should Show check out, eyes. or our listeners, or listener. Mean. <laughs> I'm like an, I'm like in a. Uh, Boardwalk Empire is kicking ass. This oh yeah, season. yeah. I know you watch that. Yeah, well, I'm caught up. Oh, it's so good. Well, I never got behind. A I'm lot of good watch. shows are ending. Mad Men's ending this year. Yeah, when's that come back? Uh, that should be back soon. It's only, oh, I, I think it's going to get a full season. I don't know. I hope so. It's so weird when they do like half seasons, they end shit too early. Yeah, I was thinking like the other day, weird. it's funny you brought Mad Men up because I woke up the other day and I was like, did I miss the second season? <laughs> did it go off? And I couldn't think. The second half, yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was in the gym working oh, out pause, and I was like, right? yeah, I did a pause. Yeah. And I, I was like, eh, I like too. it in the old you days. You lose it, man. You forget, and you're like, what happened in the last like, I only episode? saw 13 episodes. Yeah, it was messing with me. Oh, this mind. is like five or six episodes they showed, yeah. Mm. But, and then uh, one of my all-time favorite comedies is ending Parks and Rec. That's getting, that's it. only getting 13 episodes. Never watched it. I'll tell you one that I do want to watch that I hear people talking about is Sherlock Holmes. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's been going on for a few years, but only three episodes a year. Wow. What? What's the point of that? But but each episode is about an hour and 40 minutes long. Maybe each epi- each, each episode is a movie basically. It's with uh, the the star is uh wildly popular. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, he's wow. uh the most British name ever. Wow. He's he's a brilliant actor though. He's very good. Brilliant. I've heard good things about it, but I haven't watched it. Doesn't he play Smoog? Smoog, <laughs> Smoog. I mean like I think the Smooth. What makes all these British actors so goddamn good is like they they cut their teeth on like Shakespeare and stuff. Yeah, and like they cut their teeth on like the most classic and then kind they of gotta go play British some bullshit plays. like Khan. They're just like, what the hell? Uh, are you doing? He, regardless of how good that movie was, he kicked ass. That movie, sucks. he was amazing. It doesn't matter how bad that was, how you didn't need to retell that story. He was good as Khan. oh, he's great. He was good. He yeah. was so good. Those movies look good. And that's that's the issue that I'm having with all these things. They look good. They, 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 they're addicted to CG. Well, I think we talked about this. They look yeah. good, but what's really in them? Will it keep my interest? Will Arrow or Gotham or any of those, you know, what's what's out there, you know? I've recently started watching Blackish, you know, and uh, it's funny. You know, it's it's a funny comedy, I guess. A poke okay. at looking uh, looking at uh, growing up uh, black in today's society. Blackish. Let's see. Do we know that who's in it? I just say tan. Everybody's just tan to me. Black. I don't see race. Is I call it flavor. Mm, that's a, oh, that <laughs> makes it sound like I'm flavorless. Yeah. So because uh, I'm <laughs> opaque, I'm basically see through. So Blackish uh, on ABC stars Anthony Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross. And it's their family, Lawrence Fishburne's in it. Ooh, Have you watched it? I like Lawrence Fishburne. I'll check it out for him, yeah. No, it's 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 funny. It's a funny poke at uh, you know, the at everything. At us as people. I don't itself. like comedy, so probably won't. But it's half hour, so it's a quick fix. And when I want to get a chuckle or a laugh, I actually watched it live, not live, but when it aired la- it was on last night. Usually I just uh, D V R it or yeah. you know, watch it on demand. Uh 
as with most stuff, I just watch it on demand. That's so. how we are now. We want it when we want it. We schedule it around us. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear uh, HBO Go is going to be its own thing now? Yeah. What's that mean? So they're H- have like an online subscription you won't, instead of yeah. like having to. You be, won't have to pay for what cable. Was that <laughs> you will not have to pay for cable anymore. Like overpriced bullshit. They, they should have that with all of them. I know. I said it's that true. years ago. It's like, very true. Damn, and some satellite who providers don't want to do that, but. Like you, yeah, you have I a, think it's a great idea. especially with the I smart TVs coming out, and yeah. you have the smart TV. I want TV. this channel. I want this channel, yeah. and I don't want all this other bullshit. That's yeah. what you should say. Because I mean, I want to pay for what I want to watch. I don't want to pay 150 bucks a month just to watch like, yeah. bullshit. That's what everybody's yeah. on now, and and we're all moving to the internet, and the cable companies are screwed because they never got with it. Yeah. Good for them. You yeah. got to get with it. <laughs> I know it's too late now. Like Maybe the network will be less expensive now. I mean, they'll have to, or else they're going out of business. Well, technology itself is. We've moved it's, beyond them, yeah. It's moving so fast that I mean, who can keep up? You know, you, you've yeah. got you've got to you try. Well, you've got to have like couldn't you understand the other day? You know, so many people are crazy over football, and the kid was at work trying to figure out how he could you know Stream. watch. Yeah, he's searching all these sites and, and you can, stuff. Yeah, I'm there. like, man, they should just have each team you, should have their own app where you can well, watch their games. There, there is an ESPN now or ESPN. Yeah, 3. watch ESPN. Yeah. They let they actually stream a lot. I was of thinking stuff. that too. I didn't yeah, want to be. That. I didn't want to be a jerk and be like, "How come you don't have the app or pay yeah. for the subscription if you're that hardcore?" Oh, exactly. Yeah, football. the NFL lets you actually like, pay I'm like, that, like 150 to get every game. I feel like yeah. if you really are into it, that sounds like a deal. Well, I'm like that with movies. I mean, I have Netflix. I have Amazon. You know, when I want to stream something or find something, I I can get it. Yeah, and I, I will get probably as long as like it's reasonable, I'll probably be getting the HBO subscription on my own, yeah. so I can stop stealing from my parents. Yeah, HBO is. Uh, they have a lot of very, you know, a lot of good content. And, uh, yeah, I'm good with it. So, yeah. Well, I mean, what other shows do we have? I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like shows that weren't su- like this. This is like the year of this superhero show, though, because there's the still year. there's more coming it's a out. Decade. There's yeah, more coming out. Forever. Like there's a show Constantine. And I don't know if you ever heard of that. Well, you you also mentioned with Arrow, you had Brandon Routh in it. Oh, and yeah. Brandon Routh, as you guys know, Miriam, you probably know the name Brandon Routh, right? Mm-mm. Wow, he's a um, great great actor. <laughs> He's uh he played uh well he he was the one that brought back Superman uh after the Christopher uh, Reeves Superman. Yes. That's what he brought back. That's right. And he should have been able to reprise that role, I think personally I, because I, agree. I I enjoyed him and what he brought to the table. I thought he brought a more human quality even though Superman's not yeah, human. He, he was in the movie Superman Returns, which was a direct sequel to Superman 2. I was a big fan of his yeah. and still am a big fan of his. And that's he is probably one of the reasons I may tune in and give a second look to Arrow because you've been raving about him and I follow him on Twitter as well. He's not a main character yet, but you can tell they're building a story around him and pretty soon he'll be He's got a huge fan base. Oh yeah, like he and like he does a lot of like movies that aren't that great, but like you know, overall people like him. Well, the fact that he has a huge fan base that means viewership, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, people like him. He's a likable guy. I, th- I thought he was a smart choice uh, for uh, oh yeah for Superman. And did you uh, ever watch uh, the spy show Chuck? No, I heard he, about he it. He was the villain in one of the seasons of that too. It was very good. Yeah, I've always wanted to watch that. So it's like a comedy spy yeah. show, yeah. yeah, which is always funny. I mean, like all those comedy ones are good. It's just so many, so many options. Get out smart. There. It's, yeah. it's like get smart. <laughs> oh, I used to watch reruns of Get Smart. Oh, it's good stuff. Yeah, the shoe phone. Yeah, Agent Ninety Nine was good looking. Yeah, she was good looking. She was. Yeah, a lot of good. <laughs> yeah, nerds uh, nerd out on when there's somebody hot. I mean, like Mrs. Peel from the Avengers. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. The suit. Steed and I wish I was Steed. Looks like Catwoman yeah. from Adam Adam West Batman. She was always hot. Oh hell yeah. She was hot. Eartha Kitt. And the other like two, yeah, both of them. Eartha oh, the Kid. other cat. Yeah, there were, I always there forget like the other two, one. I think yeah. there was three cat women. There were, there were. There Eartha Kid was the best now. I, like I can't even do it. Like, <laughs> she's she's <laughs> like a cat by nature, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she she really was. Yeah, that's why yeah. I picked her. Honestly, uh, in Gotham, there is a uh, Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith. Smith. Her whole demeanor reminds me of Eartha Kitt. It's something about what she's doing in that. And she's not supposed to be Catwoman in that show. But it's clear that she's like a Catwoman type, arc, like Eartha Kitt thing going on. Mm. She's like a crime boss. Well, yeah, it's a uh, it's an interesting thing. And I'm going to put some thought into your selections and see uh, see what I can come up with. I don't know. I don't think you'd I, like Gotham, but I think I you'd think like The Flash. Well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sold on that. Yeah. I like the concept alone. Powers, chemicals, speed, you know, <laughs> stuff I need. I need all that stuff. I'm hurting. Miriam Tazi has been, Miriam Tazi has, uh, Merm. Merm. <laughs> Merm Tazi. Yeah, Merm Taz. Merm Taz. Merm. Miriam Tazi like has Miller. up. She's up to her neck in in nerd talk today, Ugh. people. But that's, that's what so I said. Weird, I was because she look. She looks like she'd be good into nerd stuff, but she's not at all. <laughs> Miriam is into Miriam stuff. Yeah, you know, and she, and and not she even rations out to herself. <laughs> you know, so I don't even know what this means yeah. right now? Yeah, she's yeah. I'm embarrassed now. Yeah, she can't. She, she's into like Middle Eastern and African things. Yeah, she likes food <laughs> and tea. That's all I know about her. <laughs> you know, she likes. Teas and I like blenders and tea yeah. and blenders <laughs> and juices, throw pillows and and quilts, some sort of oil paintings. I anything guess. with I'm just fire. Pointing things out now, yeah. Like yeah. she clearly likes candles. Yeah, anything with fire. <laughs> wow. She likes mirrors. Really? She likes wood finishes yeah. on her cabinets. Yeah, she likes wood. <laughs> she likes wood. Tables, Talk to me about real issues and tables then we'll have made of wood. To say she besides really likes comics. <laughs> Well, real we, problems we were talking about real problems, and you just happen to be wrong. We on will everything. do that. On, we will. We will. We will bring that to you on the next podcast. So, with that saying, I want to just say, uh, Brandon, thanks for tuning in, or thanks for joining us. Should I say? I appreciate, I appreciate it. it. Been you. been been too long. We gotta we gotta do this dance more often. And uh, Miriam Tazi, thanks for keeping those cans on your on your head. Yeah, it's they're making me hot. Well, that's because I jacked up the uh, yeah, it's you know, studio gets a little hot in here, <laughs> so I, I turn off the, the air. Yeah, uh, the vacuum was going. Yeah, so. you know, the blower is a distraction for me, but maybe next time we'll keep it on so you're not so it doesn't smell like baloney up here. <laughs> uh, that being said, you guys, thanks for tuning in. And as always, this is your boy saying Domino, motherfucker. <laughs>
think of myself as a pure rebel, a radical thinker on a musical level. Cause suckers wanna stop me and girls wanna kiss. Wherever I go, yo, it seems I can't be just Cause my name is D Nice, but all the girls call me Derek. It ran through my crew, so I guess I've inherited the job of explaining and also maintaining the fact D Nice is remaining not as king nor prince. But as a teacher with those beats like this, 